Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Action Tune Bros. Woo! I am Ben Sturgeon. <laughs> I am Matthew Lewis. And once again, um, we have another special occasion because this is the first episode of, the first three episodes actually, yep. of the final season of Legend of Korra. Oof, we're winding down, folks. Now, I don't know about you, Matt, but I think special occasions call for special people. Yep, I concur. Well, how about we introduce our two very special guests. First off, we have Chris Bo. Hello, I am back. Woo! <laughs> Good old airbender Chris. <laughs> Good old, wait, was that the one I said? No, you, you, you didn't have a decision. <laughs> oh, okay. you, you were pretty much the avatar of the group because you're like, I like them all. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I, I, I remember when we had the conversation, but I don't remember if I said if I settled on any specific. No, one. you 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 honestly did not. Then again, we kind of literally last minute put you on the spot. Right. Anyway. So anyway, <laughs> but, yes. Hello. But speaking of I, which, I, we have our. <laughs> We have our sign language interpreter oh, and waterbender. Sorry, go on, just go on. Okay. Anyway, so so hello, I'm Chris. It's good to be back and for y'all y'all to hear my lovely, lovely voice. Okay, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, now we have our sign language interpreter and water bending enthusiast. You, I should know. He's more like a socket in, in, in my eyes. Yeah. And Bob and Jack. That's right, I am the special ed over here. No, I was trying to, not to talk until I was introduced. That's why I was that's, trying that's to polite, say. That's polite guest The Jim Landing thing. Yeah, it really is. Hey guys, you want to... Yeah, no, I don't play other podcasts. By the way, you know why you're the Sokka? Because you're the heart of the group. I'm going to say because he's undercut. Because his hair says he's perky. He's funny and perky. That's fun and perky. Yes. I was going to say, like, oh, I can't even make the joke because you already beat me to it. Like, oh, yeah, well, how about the final, the finale of season four there, huh? Because Ed's back. Yeah, yeah, it's a finale. I mean, to be fair, it is a finale of sorts. It's the beginning of the finale of Korra. The beginning of the You are right there. Yeah. This is a... Huge occasion, or starting the final season, which are we gonna say now is book oh. four? Yeah, book four. Book four. Yeah, book yeah, four. four. Balance. Balance, as all things should be. Thank you, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> you solved hey, all hey, the hey. problems. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. At least when Thanos did it, it was a snap decision. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo that one. Ben, you're fired. Down to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Chris is my new co host. <laughs> <laughs> I was blowing out this mic. Wow, that's a first. Oh, oh, oh. That, bro? <laughs> oh hey. well, it's not my podcast. This which is the only which is the only reason why I'm able to get away. <laughs> um, but now let's actually begin with episode one of season four. Yep. After, After all these years. years. Now, with the last time, I usually sum it up. This one's a little different yeah, because it's we like don't. A mover. Yeah, we don't. We don't immediately start with it because first we get the title card, then we get this lovely little speech going on because as as yeah, Matt I said, it's like a mover. Welcome to Republic City, place of hopes, dreams, and spirit wilds. This metropolis truly has something for everyone. Visit Air Temple Island, mm. the hub of all Airbenders as they travel the world helping others. Or take a stroll through a be- or through the beautiful Avatar Korra Park, named after you know who. Everyone, 
Yeah, everyone run. It's Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, shit. We all know that your notes are terrible. But like, no, 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 no. I didn't add that in my notes. Oh, okay. Just like that. I, I wanted to but, add uh, that. During that, they show a statue of Korra in the park. Yep. And there also, is... I wrote my notes, it's the park that Korra was uh, homeless in when she yep. first came to the actually, city. Actually, exactly. I, uh, so I actually watched a little bit of the commentary of this episode. Oh, really? Right? Oh, yeah. Dang, so good. Um, and they said that they got the image from, they're like trying to find a strong image of Korra. And they're like, where are we going to get it from? And they're like, oh, the beginning of every show. Yeah, So it's that, it's that same pose. And Interesting, they, though. Yeah, and they, they, this is kind of like a tourist kind of video. They even joked it, it, about yeah, it. it is. They even joked, you know, since since that came out, the yeah, Bug yeah. City's been a real hotbed. Everyone's been going to travel there now. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. And this is at the end they... Oh, you've done I, I, I was going to say, there, oh. there is more. Okay. Because after they say, you know who, after that lame joke I made, and we we've, missed, we've yeah. missed her, oh, yeah, we've missed her at least past... Three years, Oof. and we can't wait for her to come. Uh, we can't wait to welcome her home. Get well soon, Cora. Oh my God! And of, <laughs> right? right. and of course, you'll want to see our most unique attractions: the Spirit Wilds. Here, spirits and people live harmoniously together, like this old old codger, and it shows. Bush Hobo. Yeah, but with a whole them? bunch of spirits. Yeah. And his new pal. I almost called him uh, oh, Bush old Hobo. Crackhead. That's another character from uh, American Dad, like, oh, Crackhead Boo Boo knows the way he's like a hobo who likes little things. I like this dude. Crackhead Boo Boo. Crackhead Boo Boo. Yeah, Crackhead Boo Boo. Don't forget, he does know Morse code. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a Possibly a little standing commentary on homelessness. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and pretty much it wraps up with, you know, come be a part of the action in Republic City. And then, yeah, because it's like this really long intro. It's like a really where, cool movie that's like showing the city and it's really showing how bustling everything is. Everyone's cool with the spirits now. It's really... And of course we learn through this, as if you've listened to episode 24 of this podcast that was mentioned, three years have passed yeah. since the last, since the events of last time. Yes, three years have passed since we last recorded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope not. What a crazy I hope it come take on. three years to put this yeah, on. Yeah, oh, come on. It's been only two weeks. We recorded that episode, the finale episode two weeks ago. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, clearly. But yeah, and then it, it, it opens, goes back to yeah. yeah it opens, it up, opens up on Raiko giving a speech with Asami, who looks uh, a lot different. Still wait, wait, wait. Show. He's the president? Yeah. Well, I didn't vote for him. Well, we don't know. Still, all this time, I wonder, like, how, was he voted in? How long it's been? I'm curious. But yeah, yeah three years. Asami looks different. Everyone looks really cool. We then meet Prince Wu. Oh, <laughs> oh Prince Wu! Don't even get me fucking started on that. Was it warning on this episode too? Wait, yeah, wait, what are you talking about? He is a very esteemed. Uh, prince of, <laughs> of the Earth Kingdom. You will show him respect. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't yeah, say yeah. that with a straight face uh, either. I this, this, this is another blowout filled episode. <laughs> I, mentioned, I mentioned this man on the ride that, uh, yeah, here. Yeah. Was, uh, um, I guess, I guess can, can I strictly spoil something that you were going to say? That uh, no, no, about about what's going on with Wu. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah. find out that Mako is his bodyguard. Yep. And uh, yeah, I. I can't tell. Do they like Mako or do they not like Mako? Because they put Mako, a terrible character, with a character even worse than Mako. They make him likable now. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, that is a good point because after uh, Wu is trying to, well, Wu Asami. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, so he's, oh. After that thing, we see uh, Janora has her new hair and they mention the rail system connecting Republic City to the rest of the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Hey, Varric did say in season three, 
he has seen the future, and the future is magnets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick, that, pick up on that. It's yeah, great. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very important, too. Well, yeah, because the one thing he mentioned after the magnets is they're building a railway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, this is when we see uh, Wu flirting with a Simon sheet, just like, it'll get away from me. Oh, Mako yeah. pops up and saves her by saying, Wu, don't we have some more important things to do? And he says it's going to be soon before he takes the throne. Yep. It's and been uh, a while since the team has seen each other, too. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is yeah find out. It has been a really... And like uh, Ed said, this is when you find out that do they like Mako or not? Because he's Wu's bodyguard. I think Fortunately, it's until he becomes king. Well, who's yeah. they in this case? No, sorry, I meant the creators. Like, are they trying oh, okay. to salvage him at this point? Because I think they are. Mako is a terrible character. No, no. Are, are, now, are you talking about like, terrible in the sense of like... Like he he did some really shady things, or like he was a like a badly developed character. He's badly, badly developed. developed. No, I would say really? he did bad things. <laughs> I mean, well, that's true. He was exclusively cheated on we're both talking, of his girlfriends with the about other a one. Firebender who masterfully does lightning bending yep. and only once does it once a season. Yeah, yeah. but I'd say his personality-wise he sucks because he's like, hey man, you can cheat on your girlfriend whenever you want. Hey bro, you can break up with them. Who cares? And yeah, it's, just like, it's just like a, it's just like a, it's like a blood-sucking leech. You just gotta pull it Yeah, hit it over. <laughs> he's yeah. some bad lines. I'd say he's perfectly finely developed, but whatever. I think he's terrible because like Bolin gets a lot of development and Mako, it goes... He had some potential season one, but he just kind of went down. Okay, downhill. you know, oh, I, can, I see what you're saying. I can see I'd what say Ed, he's just a bad personality. I can, I can <laughs> see what Ed's saying because Mako did have potential in season one, but he pretty much stagnated. He pretty much stayed the same. I think he needs it. I think, yeah, I, think his he detect, needs it. I think his detective story was really cool in season two. That was like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Because they kept it. Yeah, they kept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just mentioned it offhanded all the time. Yeah, yeah, but he's like still busy just effing around with the gang being silly. But yeah, he's not. he needed more development, I guess, but I think he's a perfectly like understandably written character that I just don't like. <laughs> and now, uh, getting back on topic... Oh, yeah, this is when they mention that they haven't seen each other in a while and Korra is supposed to be arriving today. Yep, Korra's going to be arriving yep. later in the evening. This is when uh, this was Tenzin and Raikou are talking and they talk about Kuvira is stabilizing the Earth Kingdom and the Red Lotus Lotus are pretty wait, much... Wait, wait, wait. Random, random, random metal clan woman is actually doing something important? Yeah, she's stabilizing the Earth Kingdom. That's a really good thing. Ooh, also, yeah. I didn't, we didn't mention it before, but um, her voice actor is Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter, but also she's a huge, prolific voice actor and actor. Zelda Williams, really? Yeah, you know her voice actor stuff? Yeah, she voices Kuvira. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. She's, a, she's in a ton of stuff, and I love her. She's great, but yeah, also Kuvira's great, too. That's the place why she kept saying, you know, you never had a friend like me a bunch. Oh, God. <laughs> you're awful. You, man. This is when we cut <laughs> to a tiny, a tiny little Earth village called Yai. <laughs> Yai. Is it Yai or is it Yi? Yeah, Yai. It is Yai. Okay. Yeah, apparently, it was supposed to be Yi, but the voice actor they got to so be the Yai. head, he said it that way. He's like, "Well, you're the." He said it with such authority, like, "Well, you are the governor." So. <laughs> 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 so it, was, it literally went awesome. wrong, no, but they turned that into what yeah, it was. Well, yeah, I how do you spell it though? It's uh, I just y wrote I. down Y. It's Y I. Yeah, it's Y I. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's why. That's why I'm like, is it Yi or is in it? In my notes, I wrote down Y A I because that's what you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I got a chance to listen to more, but I got so tired last night. But uh, I would love to they, listen to that, though. I was like, yeah. it's, it's, like, like, really it's, like, it's like Zhu. Uh, is you leave and you is Z H U. That's a common. That's right, right, right. I'm saying like the reason. Yeah, that was just the same thing. That was literally the voice actor. I forget his name, but he literally read it that way, and they're like, "Well, he said it with authority. I'm not going to correct him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But we see some bandits roll up in a jeep and pull up to a store and start mugging the place really like crappily. 
That's really cool. But then... Uh, <laughs> flashback to one of your campaigns, Matt. I know, right? Oh. It's like such rough memories. Everything's that, terrible. That is a whole other Everything's terrible. Words. This town is dirty and everyone's all the buildings are broken down. You can see right into them. But with, <laughs> with that, don't forget to listen to the Forgotten Minotaur Kid. Yeah, everything's oh. wonderful. <laughs> Shameless plug, plug in the middle. Plug in the middle. No, the no plugs in the middle. We have a rule <laughs> yeah, about this. Fine, don't worry. Um, but look, in the sky, are <laughs> those birds? Are those planes? It's no, an it's... An opal and a kai. On the lefty. Yeah, on lefty. <laughs> They uh, hop off the bison, and, like heroes do, and they toss the jeep with the oh, airbending. But really no, no, cool. they don't just jump off. They have like those air suits where they, they have, have like really the cool flies, like squirrel yeah, suits. Yeah, squirrel suits. Which, oh, again, dudes. more more com- fun commentary info. Those were actually meant to be designed by uh, Asami, yeah. and they they even got met. They're like, you know, we wanted to do that. It only been one line. How can we not fit that in anywhere? <laughs> they're like, yeah, we the us that was designed by Asami. Hey, they're hey, really cool designs. Just, hey, yeah. we just are covering uh, episode one. They probably explain it later. Well, right? well, no, they no, don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They, wait, they don't. Yeah, they even say we wish we had said this in one line at some oh, point. I listen to those commentaries. That sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel, I feel that that wouldn't have been too hard. I'll tell you, yeah, I'm sad right. most that fell asleep because uh, episode. Two commentary has on Cora's voice actor. Oh, Jenna Varney. I her podcasts are amazing. She has, she has her own podcast, which just interviews people. She's fantastic. Uh, but um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, I wrote in my notes even I wrote saying their new outfits look dope. Yeah, <laughs> and even the, the creators were excited to bring those two back because they got a really they really love both those characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kai and Opal. Yeah, I said um, mm-hmm. Opal's voice actress is um, uh, Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. I mentioned that earlier. Wait, wait, who's Opal? Opal is uh, Opal. Sue's daughter, who's right, the airbender. Right, right. Yeah, she's Kyrie's like, Kyrie Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. Hey, she's finally wait, 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 doing something. Wait. Kingdom Hearts Ouch. 1? 3. 3. Okay, I think that was Hayden Pantier. Hayden Pantier was in 1. She was. I'll pull this up and look that up right now, but I hey, believe hey, hey. Opal's not a MacGuffin. That's Chris wants to call Kyrie. Kyrie's bad. But anyway, as that's happening. As they talk, we see the town is overrun, and they say, you only sent two kids instead of a whole fleet of airbenders? What the heck are you talking about? And of course, we find out that the airbenders are spread thin. So Tens and wanted to send more, but they could not. Yeah. Uh, on the railway, this is one of my favorite scenes. We see Bolin reporting ah, to my boy Bolin. Sue's eldest Batar Jr. Also, Varric and Julie are sitting there just chilling out on the train. And Kuvira. Everyone's celebrating. We're getting some tea. And Kuvira, is like, God no. bless her heart, she's the best, will not celebrate until everything is fixed and everyone just puts down their tea. Yeah. <laughs> everyone right. just oh, puts it down. Alison Stoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alison Stoner was Opal? Yeah. Was Opal? Oh, that's cool. She's great. Uh, the train, uh, they keep driving as the train is stopped by some rocks. They say it's probably bandits. <laughs> so and then, of course, uh, they're like, they're, hey, we're what? all going to have all this. No, and then, yeah, Kuvira says. No, I will. I'm the hero of this show. And I'm like, Kuvira, yes, you are. Get <laughs> hey. it, girl. Yas queen. She jumps out of the train. Right <laughs> she jumps out of the train and uh, the bandits begin to slide down, surf style down the rocks. And she just hey. goes... Come through whipping all these goddamn bands out, banding their faces like, and their no, arms no, no. and their legs. Of all the things that I so knew cool. metal, ben- metal benders could do, yeah. one thing I did not know they could do is after she's done metal bending, she literally magnetizes them together. Oh yeah, she's no joke. I did not know that <laughs> metal benders had the power of magnetism. I mean, to be fair, that might have just been like... A, it might have been the material. Or just sticking, yeah, they, yeah they, could, oh, they could just automatically stick and she just brought them together with her. Or even gonna have been like she just connected them like through bending. Yeah, fair. Yeah, how yeah, fair. yeah, she legitimately is just flinging out her arms with all pieces of her armor, flinging out, grabbing people's faces, their arms, their hands, stopping all these From bending. her back, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yeah. now, now Matt, Matt, mm-hmm. when it comes to Kuvira, 
Don't you think she might be just a little bit too harsh? Some people will say no. you and I. You and I both know she's totally in the right. I think some fools might think that. Yeah, but right. They but don't understand that when you tie I mean, these bandits' hands to the rails and tell them either join me or wait for the next train, they don't get that she's in the right. She's the yeah. best there ever was, and I, I love mean, her to death. She, she, her title is the Great Unifier. So the Great Uniter. Uniter. The Great no, Uniter. Uniter. Thank you. Yeah, oh the yes, Great Uniter. So. Oh yes, the Great Uniter. That, that's, and that just 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 tie people's hands hey. to, to to literal train the train rail. Now, like, that is something that a wonderful leader does. Now, that you just decide to that you just decide to follow of your own of your own volition because they're doing stuff for the greater yeah, good. Yeah, she's so yeah. good. You she, just can't help but join. When you're a Grand Uniter, you have to be persuasive, and her method works because yeah. immediately after, as she's like, you could wait for the next train. They're all like, we we, we give you loyalty. We pledge our loyalty. Yep, we yeah. pledge our loyalty. Also, in my notes, I literally wrote, she's absolutely out of control, strong. <laughs> like, and, yeah, yeah, just she really never is. mind that she literally is threatening murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it murder or mutilation? No, no, no. Doesn't matter. Right <laughs> she gives them the option, and they choose life over They death. chose the right thing. They chose the correct option. Just join her. Kavira is very harsh when speaking to them, but it's great. They pledge their loyalty to her, and it's great. Yeah. The great Uniter. Everyone hey. like, all caps. Yeah. Right yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and now we go back to Republic City with Prince Wu and yeah. Also, like, just, just a stupid, like, inside, like, baseball joke for the group here, just specifically... Um, I didn't realize how my prominent character in our tabletop game, Doink, was directly referencing Wu. <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, honestly, when I, the more I saw Wu, I totally was like, dude, give him some drugs, man. Give him some drugs. <laughs> yeah, I had a character. And I'm like, oh wait, this is Almost like literally Wu, just like a very silly, dumb prince who just doesn't know anything. It's very stupid. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. He goes he on an elaborate... plenty. Oh yeah. He knows how to get those a seaweed, Yeah, those the seaweed wraps. Oh yeah, that, was, my, that started so nice. Dude, yeah. It, no, yeah, it did. It really did. Um, <laughs> he goes on a lot of detail about it. It's really, really cool. However, they actually go, you actually see them in the, uh, the Republic City Four Elements. Where you hear Varric is like, wow, they actually let me back in here, huh? Oh, no, 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 that's yeah. way later, that's way later. But uh, the previous <laughs> even said, like, yeah, that's one of the things to do in the 20s, and they were like, yeah, what, you know, people just kind of live in their hotels. Yeah, that's what they used to do. They walk outside and see tons of paparazzi, and uh, was like, oh, they're here for me. And he goes outside and they're getting booed. Like, boo! I, and I, I get more commentary for yeah, stuff yeah. here. Um, so there because it, it was really the only time you get to see his, you know, honestly, his fans. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's similar to like Mako and Bolin's grandmother, where it's not that they like woo, they just like a leader. Yeah, so a real they, one. Yeah. They don't even care who it is. They just like the idea yeah, of a they, leader. They want someone to bring order to chaos. Yeah, when like a, a later we'll go over the speech, and I absolutely, I'm like, oh, but like before yeah. that, yeah, Wu is getting booed very hilariously. But then like we see some shady people in dark green outfits, and like, oh, they must be Kuvir supporters. We gotta get them out of here. And then suddenly pies start being thrown at Wu while he's running to his car. <laughs> it's amazing. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I can understand throwing pies at elected officials. Well, sorry, sorry, kings. But <laughs> what kind of pie? Strawberry pie? Oh no, he's allergic to that. Oh no, he eats. A, he's like, he, I was hit. Like, I was hit. He like, it's it's just a strawberry pie. He eats. Oh it, no, like, strawberry. Down. I'm oh, allergic no. to strawberry. Take he's me like, to a no. hospital. Wait, how'd you say it? <laughs> woo down. Yeah, woo woo down. <laughs> and he's like, you're allergic to bee stings. Oh yeah, I get those two mixed up. <laughs> I, 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 literally, at that moment, I felt like Sako when he after he was done with the hippies in the secret yeah. game. Literally, just yeah, yeah, giant red hand right on your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Oh, actually, what? yeah, I did. Why did your forehead all red? <laughs> Nobody move. 
I think that kid's the yeah, Avatar. The <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, but, yeah, so... This is when we cut to Kai and Janora, spot the train, rolling up to Yai, and they see Bolin get off! Yay! He's like, he's like Kai, you got so big. Yeah, Kai, Kai is happy. Opal is happy? Yeah, she's like, oh, could you go with Kuvira? And like, come on, Kuvira's great. And also her brother, Batar Jr., she's also upset with. Oh, but uh, Avatar no. Jr. Uh, uh, like fun fact that I lo- I love this when I found out about him. Voice actor Todd Habercorn. Wait, that was Habercorn? Yeah, oh, Todd Habercorn. Name some stuff. Name some stuff that, for the listeners. Uh, oh, Todd, Todd, Todd Habercorn. He yeah. was sorry. That uh, Todd Habercorn. Uh, he was Death the Kid in Soul Leader. Ooh. Um, let's see. He was. He uh, was he, Italy in Italia. He was. Uh, I was. Uh, and um, if, you, if any of you have seen uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, he was the uh, the Shingi Prince Lin. Nice. Yeah, I know. One more, one more thing. <laughs> one more uh, thing. God, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, to, I know I'm you know something. Prolific anime voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know I've seen him in a bunch of shit. He's great. Yes, he's. Uh, uh, I, I, th- I thought you knew one more, so I'm sorry to put okay, you well, on the spot well, like that. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I, you Google some more. Yeah, you should Google some more things. But yeah, dude, honestly, I did. I don't know what it was. I, I must have just missed it. I did not hear Todd at all because I know that voice actor very well as well. Yeah, but right? this is when uh, yeah, Boleyn is happy to see them. Kuvira arrives, and we, oh, we we learn. Oh, that's, that's way later. Oh, Fairy Tale. He was Natsu. No, oh uh, yeah, the main character. Yeah. Okay, that's the other one I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, you know, uh, Opal's like, dude, why'd you do this? And of course, um, we learn that Sue that? is very upset with Batar Junior for. He said betraying, that them. betraying them three years ago. We don't know what happened. But Opal says that they concur the towns need help. Uh, or like She says Kuvira's conquering towns and don't listen to her. Also, this is when we learned that Batar Jr. is Kuvira's fiancé. And I'm like, you lucky devil. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, uh, right. Lucky dog. <laughs> the governor uh, of Yai, Kuvira, says he wants to talk to her. So they leave to talk. Inside, she wants control of the town to get rid of the bandits. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, it's... Yeah. it's it, it's join join my cause because uh, let me take over and you'll have the full force of my army. Yeah, just sign this not, deal. Yeah, just sign just sign this deal. Very Give generous me, deal. Yeah, no, very, yes, very generous offer. Yep, and in my notes I say the governor rudely rejects the offer and makes a mess by spilling oil all over the place. And he says you just want them for their ore. And this is when Kuvira says, join or your town will perish to bandits. And I'm like, oh, Kuvira, you were too nice to these people. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> you know, and I gotta say, you're not, like, biased at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> to be, to be, fair, to be fair, she was she was very generous with her offer. They are ready to leave. Kai says, you have to help. Kuvira says, Give, he gives Kai the contract and says, you have one day for him to sign it. But we'll, we'll wait at the borders. Yep. And if he doesn't sign in 24 hours, we're leaving. Mm, Bolin sadly leaves Opal and she shoves him away angrily. Kai says that they can save the town themselves. They don't need their help. They go to some hippo cow farmer <laughs> and they give he gives them a bunch of supplies. That's I have no what idea those what. were hippo cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, they say it was more than just him. It's like just, you know you it's and the bunch, other yeah, farmers. Yeah, yeah, we have all the stuff we need. They have a huge thing they're putting on the back of uh, Lefty. Yep. Uh, yeah, Opal and Kai talk to each other about their long-distance relationships, hers with Bolin and his with Janora. The Bolin and Kai, or the Bolin and They're Bolin Opal. and Kai, yeah. <laughs> they OTP ship, they're a lovely couple. Love them the best. No, uh, Kai and Janora are doing great long-distance, but, but Opal and Opal. Bolin are not because what Bolin's decisions were. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, but this hurts me because... There I really people. like Bolin, but he's You want him to so, be happy? He, I, I, I want him to be happy, Bol- really. Bolin and, and Opal deserve each other. They just do, like straight but, up. Yeah. But if only she could just get on board with Kabira's wonderful plan. Yeah. 
they yeah. were fucked. I, I, of, all the, of all the times where Bolin was like naive or yeah. what other people would say that, no, he finally makes a good decision and he doesn't even get the support from his girlfriend. She is stubborn as a mule. Yeah. Women, am I right? Why don't I be the one to make that joke? <laughs> he says the only guy who's married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> my wife listens. Hey, oh, honey, I yeah, love you. Yeah, she does you. listen to this podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll edit that out. <laughs> I'll edit it out, don't worry. Suddenly, Sky Bandits. What? Sky <laughs> Bandits? With a plane and grappling hooks that are very advanced and very cool. They no totally one. got the, like, just happened to have those. They didn't get any support or nothing. There was no deviousness for that, right? Uh, yeah. No, just, not at all. Dude, just bandits, some random just homeless, no money having bandits with a high-tech plane that can use to steal uh, supplies. You, what ex- don't you get? Hey, hey, excuse <laughs> you, excuse you. Um, they're bandits. <laughs> they just stole this shit. Yeah, obviously. And, just, and one yeah, of them just happens to know how to fly a plane. There are planes all hey, over you, now. Hey, you, <laughs> you want to know why he knows how to drive a, uh, ride a plane? See, I, I have a theory about this. He was ex-equalist. Oh, ah, so yeah, see, behind it and all. you and you, <laughs> and that's why he was in like the middle of the Earth Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, equalist got to spread out. But yeah, Kai gets knocked off and he gets his suit partially ripped, uh, and the supplies are taken as Opal tries to save them both, but loses the supplies. And they return to the the uh, I almost said the general of I mean the governor, governor? of Yai. Yeah, with nothing left, the governor signs. Yep, and, and of course it's like I think Kai's like look. For what it's worth, I think you made the right choice. And the governor was like, did I even have one? Which Matt and I will agree, yes, you yep. did. You could have just said no. Uh, <laughs> no, because the bandits were so advanced. They, look, they were, just people because, would be starving. Look, just because it was in favor of one decision doesn't mean you have to make that decision. Now, it would have been a poor choice for him yeah, to those, say no. Those bandits earlier that attacked the train could have just stayed there and waited for the next train. Yeah. And have their arms cut off. Exactly. Now, <laughs> on Airtable Island. All, the, the all of this died. And then the decision gets made for them, and we are them get the land anyway. So, yeah. uh, this way they don't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? That, perfect. You have a choice. Yeah, you can see, die or boom. join. Like she said. She said, join or perish. Perfectly like, laid out yeah, plan. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's an offer. That, that is an offer. <laughs> that is obviously a good choice. But now, on Air Temple Island. Yeah, so this is the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not episode two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Milo is flexing, saying he can't wait for Cora to see what a man he's become. She wouldn't even recognize him. We got a cool I mean, yeah, totally really anime anime pose. Yeah. Hey, but, but let's be honest. I didn't recognize it was Milo. Yeah, he was like, Mainly it was the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like season three egg. Uh, everyone on the island is waiting for awaiting the coronation, and everyone's really happy. Lin has some bad news for Mako because Wu wants to take him to Ba Sing Se. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, what was it? what was the exact phrase? He didn't know what he would do without you, Mako. Yeah. And right. even Mako's like, dude, I can't wait for this coronation, and Lin's yeah. just like. Yeah, yeah, about, about that. that. <laughs> uh, again, more more commentary. Oh yes, stuff was uh, they they said you know Wu probably chose Mako because he was pretty well known at this point. Yeah, you know it's a hero and then been mm-hmm. working the Avatar, so that's probably why he chose Mako and why especially after the saving and everything, it's like yeah, yeah he's gonna he's gonna protect me. Of course. And, and now you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, a famous person guarding me because I'm so important. I'm mm-hmm. Prince Wu. Soon to be King Wu. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, everyone Wu. loves me. Everyone loves Wu. He's the best. Yeah. Wu, uh, sir. A southern water tribe. as water tube. This doesn't make My yeah. auto correct auto six to water tube. Uh, <laughs> ship is on the way, and everyone is hyped for Korra. Yeah, but back in we go Yai. back. In, yeah, yeah, we go back. And this to is, Yai. I wrote it by. We see some weird anime mecha samurai and magic uh, magnet suit Iron Man come out. 
of the train. Yep. And, <laughs> and uh, fill the and, streets. And see, see, everyone was like, oh, Kuvira's so horrible. <laughs> oh, she's like, and My look what they're doing. They go in, <laughs> kids get to play around in like one of those magnet suits, and they're giving food to the refugees. Tons of supplies. Wonderful, yeah, tons of not supplies. enough familiar looking supplies to all these poor people who lost their stuff to bandits. Yeah. They're so, so nice. And everyone, <laughs> and, and everyone does exactly what she deserves. Yeah, go Kavira. Oh, Great United. Yeah, Ooh. the Great United. Except for that, I guess uh, I'm jumping on this. Except for, of course, that governor who's just having to be so whatever, and hey, he won't look, even, look. and he has to be told to pledge his loyalty to Kuvira. Yeah. Like, what a jerk. Now look, now look, now, now <laughs> look. Now you look. just get on his knees and say, thank you, Kuvira, hey, thank you. That, <laughs> exactly. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> to be fair on his part, that decision... For some people, I don't know why, but for some people like the governor, it was such a heavy choice. He still had to process it a little what? bit. Yeah. No, I can't. Ex- I can't imagine why. But yeah, I know, is, right? Everyone right? is incredibly happy except for Opal, who's still being a stink. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and Bolin. The only reason why Bolin is upset is because Opal's upset. Yeah, oh, yeah. But just... fortunately, there's some good news. Korra's Cor- arriving in the town. Yes, the finally, island. we get to see Korra after three years. Tan Rock and Naga come off the ship. Yeah, yeah. where's Korra? The wait, white- wait, wait. Wait, yeah, Tenzin's like, I'm sorry, did you just ask where she is? Tanrock is like, Korra's supposed to be here. She left six months ago. She's just sending me letters. Yeah, sending me letters. Tenzin's like, we thought she was going to be with you. Uh-oh. Yeah, and this is when we cut to a really dope underground MMA Earth arena. Yeah, Earth, Earth Brawl is yeah. what I like to call it. Uh, we see a short-haired Korra gets her butt beaten by this other dread-headed... Dreaded, like, muscly woman, like, yeah. you're... I'm like, ooh, you're great, too. <laughs> She's someone who I feel like Grandma would be like, you have a lot of muscles yeah, for, for a, a woman. woman. <laughs> we see that her absolutely get thrashed, and the girl's, like, cheering, and Cora's all beaten up, black eyes. She's sitting in the arena after everyone leaves, bandaging herself up. Guy comes and gives her a meager amount of money for her poor performance, and she's, he says, hey, you know what? You kind of look like that Avatar girl. And she's like, yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, I get that a lot. Ah, and then she gets up and leaves, and he says, like, hey, what oh, happened yeah. to her? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. And she and just walks out and... ends. Dude, when that aired, I was like, woo! That was rough. Like, Dude. Yeah, Dude. that was wait, crazy. Wait, 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 wait. When it first aired, think of the guy who had to sit for like five minutes on... <laughs> oh, shut uh, up, Ben. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Joking aside, yeah. I literally, immediately after watching that happen... Yeah, you should have waited. <laughs> watch, watch, watch this. No, I, I literally had to watch the episode before Yeah, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? Wow, we recorded that two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh yeah, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. See, like I said in the last time we recorded, time has ago. no concept to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two weeks before this one, time has no concept with me. Um, But anyway... Wow, just so much. I mean, it's like everything's happy. And then, you know, best leader, Kuvira, comes mm-hmm. through. The and Great Uniter. Yeah, the Great Uniter. Everything was perfect. And then Korra's now on her two legs, thank goodness, mm-hmm. getting her shit kicked in? Yeah, by Zardo. Yeah. I'm going to put explicit warning on both these episodes now. <laughs> we cussed so much on these two episodes, I'm going to put explicit warning on both of them. Oh, uh, yeah, fine. sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck, I'm sorry. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she's like, yeah, it's so crazy seeing her like so beaten and defeated. And like, just like coming off of the horrible, depressing last scene of the last season to her being still so down, it's like devastating. Yeah, and, and you know what's worse is she's, she's hurting herself. By having others hurt her. Yeah, it's crazy. It's such a deep, cool scene for a really cool character. What do you two think of Kuvira the Great Uniter? The only true leader of the world. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, she is. Uh, are you on So, like, so are are we like dropping the, the the gag, dropping the bullshit now? I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about you. I don't know about YouTube, but Matt and I are totally. Here I don't think you are. Well, that's oh, you, bro. Yeah, answer that. Hey, hey, but what are your honest opinions about the great leader Kuvira? Okay, well, uh, at the risk of having my arms chained together and and magnetized <laughs> to a rail track and losing uh, them, and, and, the train comes. and then losing my arms when the train comes, possibly your head, <laughs> possibly your head, yeah, or or, or maybe, hey, hey, it could be it, it could be uh, the better, it could just be your hands in your face. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. That's fine. is a good. Hey, but but hey, Chris. Say what Chris, you're doing. Yeah, no, hey, you Chris, Chris, have to agree. We're just honest. the hosts of the show. Yeah, yeah, we'll just be, kick be you off honest. the podcast. <laughs> just go ahead. What are you really Chris, doing? Hey, Chris, be honest. How do you feel about her as a character? Okay, well, so, like as a character, and like with with for like development purposes, and just like like really really fleshing out like what kind of person she was, where she came from. I think that story was all well and good. That said, fuck Kuvira. Oh my god. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, listeners. We will kick him out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, you, you first, Ned. You first. Um, well, you first. You just went. Yeah, no, no, no. I before me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I'm going to have to be careful because we get a lot of... I know a lot more about Kuvira. Uh, um, yeah, but, spoiler free, please. Yes. Uh, some. It's... You see... It's really hard because she. what she's doing is good, but it's... It's almost... I can almost be mad a little bit because... All she's doing at this point is the same thing that we've seen Unalak think about and Sozin think about. Mm-hmm. You know, they have good intentions and they're doing good work, but their strategies and even the motives behind them at times are damaging. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. I one hundred percent, one in ten percent agree with that. Because Kuvira, you know, she is doing good work. The Earth Kingdom has been literally in chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's bringing in order. There's, you know. There is, you know, I honestly think that some of the bandits are a cause of her at, at certain points. Mm. Um, you know, that there's no way a random bandit is getting an airship and knowing where they're coming from. That is not just something that happens. Like, mm. that was 100%. Mm. And plus, Kuvira never told us what she wanted those bandits to do. Yeah. So clearly, those were re- real bandits. And the people systematically taking out and targeting towns and supplies on freaking bisons... Those are people working with Kuvira, so she's doing it underhandedly, and mm-hmm. that's that's bad. It's not good what she's. It's good what she's trying to do, but the way she's doing it, and what's and and, and the reason why she's doing it outside of uniting my country is bad. Mm-hmm. Like she's, it's. I mean, you can already tell we're once again having a villain who has good intentions corrupted and twisted to the point of villainy. Yeah. I actually want to kind of build on that point because because I'm sitting here thinking about this now. Like, so yeah, so so Kuvira, uh, like you said, she has good intentions. She's she's trying to like really restore order and well balance to the world. Yeah. yeah and, and, but I have to wonder like if she's like if she's from the beginning, uh, like like uh, systematically, like, I guess employing bandits to. To make stuff happen in in service of her goal and her direction, that leads me to wonder: like, does she believe that if she, if she were to try and do this in like a legitimately honest way with like no underhandedness whatsoever, maybe she believes that that she couldn't actually do it? Like, this is the only way to make that vision come true. 
Uh, and then that, <clears throat> which, which uh, maybe this is kind of a bit of a stretch, but it makes me think of uh, uh, like, uh, trying to... Trying to find a good of a segue into my thought. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so, like, I guess uh, by doing that, maybe she recognizes that, like, the world and, like, the people in it are just chaotic and unpredictable, and that this is, like, the only way to, like, properly do that, like, to skew order in that direction. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I was going to agree with, I was going to say, uh, we go more into her true motives in the next episode when she says... Episode Why she's four. doing what she's doing. More so episode three than two. Uh, you know, when she give the yeah, speech? I, that's three. That's three? Yeah, okay, three. Well, yeah, in two episodes, we'll see. But, like, yeah, we get a little bit more of her actual motives. Yeah, you're right. But, like, uh, that's why I want to discuss more deeply her plan and her goal and her position in this thing compared to the other characters. Uh, did you, uh, you want to go? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I mean, gonna this go. is my, this is the, uh, well, I was going to say, you, you do the first yeah, because... I've already seen this series. Yeah, you've already seen uh, it. I have not. I so. will say that I legitimately think she is a fantastic character, and I'm not just saying that because she's an earthbender, which her bending is something I've never seen before. That band, uh, the magnetizing of them, the immediate just flinging handcuffs on a dozen earthbenders and paralyzing them immediately. I'm like, screw you, bloodbending. That shit will take you out in a second. But, <laughs> but well, that's another argument. I think she's really cool. I think that her, her like, goal is much more understandable than, say, the anarchy that the Red Lotus wanted or the weird theocracy that Unalak wanted to set up or even Amon's weird, not even real plan, just being an a-hole. Like, terrorist. I, yeah, terrorist. Literally, a terrorist. Right. I think that her thing is very understandable. I think when we get her motives later, it's very cool and very cool to hear. Uh, I think her design as a character, like physically the way she looks, is fucking fantastic. I think she looks dope. I like I said before, I love an evil lady. She's fantastic, and I love this character. And I mean, like, before I mean, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago when I said that I love evil ladies. Man, time has no concept of any of us. But yeah, that's uh, a flat circle. Uh, I think that she's great, and I really love her character. And like controversial statements. Well, I'm getting a call from somebody. I'll just ignore that. <laughs> uh, controversial statement. Uh, she is tied with Azula for my favorite Avatar character. Period. Uh, now, all that being said, would you say that you agree with Kuvira's like actions and hope that I don't know, like do you wish that she had actually succeeded in that ultimate goal? I will. Like, we can't go too forward into the series because we're only covering these three. But like, sure. I'll give more thoughts on her actual plans that I care about when we get to that point. Because right. like, I think she does like she's a lot of good points, a lot of good points, a lot of good points, and then a little bit. Okay, no, that's wrong. But we'll get there. Gotcha. Ben, what's you about? So, um, as a whole, well, well, first, as a whole, strong way of starting this uh, season off. Like, they just, they they honestly get right to the point. My first surprise was Kavira, as a villain, was, like, instantly introduced as the villain. I'm like, usually they build up with that for season one, season two, season three. They usually build up that stuff. No, this this one just starts off, hey, episode one. She's established. Been three years. She's she's doing work. It's been three years. Well, right, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's what they say. But for, like, just for a season, they usually still build it up before you find out, oh, her intentions are evil, she's bad. Mm -hmm. No, this one was just, like, boom, bad, instantly. I mean, I would personally say that that when it comes to, like, the pilot of of a series or, like, the pilot of a season, uh, like... Not not necessarily like properly introducing, but at least uh, eluding some concept of there is a villain and this is probably what they look like and what they do yeah, see, is generally is something they have to establish in the first episode in order to gain interest. Except for except for here's the thing, in the first episode, the very first episode of Legend of Korra, never did that. Did they never mention Amon? 
No, he, not in the first episode. I think it the, guy the, the, first, no, the guy in the forest was equalists and like. Yeah, the guy in the yeah the guy in the forest is like oh, the guy in the park, which later becomes cool yeah. park. He's like yeah, like oh, equalists, equalists, and they're like what's that? Like it's for anti bending. He's like who would be against bending? That was in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, the first okay. episode. Well, okay, well, then I guess in that case, Amon was not like okay. Yeah, so there. like at that point they haven't at that point they hadn't like properly introduced introduce Amon as the villain, but they like they start to allude at like this is where the plot's going, and then season two. Season two, you didn't know Unalak was going to be the bad guy until like halfway through. Oh, uh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, season three. When was we met Zahir? I think in the first episode. In the first it, episode. It was. It was the end of the. It was the end of the first episode. Yeah, but then again, you already knew because he was imprisoned, like in a very thing. So okay, never mind. I I, I guess well, I don't right. see the point that I'm making right now. Well, no, because I, I had to think about it yeah, as yeah, yeah. I was talking through. So, but now, Kuvira herself. Yeah, I, I, I'll make this known right now. I, I kind of similar to Matt. It's not because she's an earthbender, metalbender, whatever. Wow, she is like I, I already like her. I I've only known her in a few fr- like few frames. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say a few frames of animation. She's in that but, dance troupe um, too. <laughs> I only saw her a few times without her saying anything, and then. She all she got to say was no, just call me Kuvira, and they had the zoom in like, oh, she's gonna be important. Yeah, she what? is how as you, the villain. You know, how did you know she was gonna be important? Because it did a zoom in on her <laughs> and said her name randomly. Yeah, it, yeah. it just said her name out of nowhere. And I did, she's what, like, what she had a character know. with a speaking line who gave her own name. But, <laughs> but what I didn't know was that she was gonna be the main focus. I didn't know she was gonna be a villain. And mm. honestly, yeah, like her her bending abilities, kind of like with Zahir and. Seem not as extraordinary as the Red Lotus's yeah. bending, but well, they are. They, well, as of right as, now, as of, now, as of right now, yeah. but she does have extraordinary ability, and her ability to like literally use her words to sway people—not the people she obviously like threatened, but like Bolin the and like like Bolin and some of the other people. She was just able to be calm. We'll see more of it in episode three. I was like, yeah, this is probably a good question to ask early in this episode. <laughs> yeah, she, she's able to be calm and like actually just use her words to get people on her side. Well, she's a very stark contrast to Zaheer. I mean, Zaheer was literally... literally yeah. Well, first yeah. off, he was, you know, true freedom, flying, you know, well, unattached to chaos. anything, you know, and literally wanting just people to do, you know... Literally, he just says, you know, I want people to be, you know, only worrying about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. I want to create a world where you don't have to worry about yourself. Kuvira is literally control, calmness, like... Subjugation through control. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I actually uh, had this in my own notes. Like, so here wants to destroy the Avatar cycle and kill the nation leaders uh, to forge a world without kings and queens, a world without borders or nations, where a man's only allegiance is to himself and those he loves. Where a man is not bound by science or religion. Where a man is not bound by the big or the small. Wait, now hold on. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, but with uh, Kuvira, it's sort of opposite but similar because she does want order. Well, like I said, we'll get to her real plan later. Right. She tells oh, her. Like I said, uh, we're right, only 40 right. minutes in. We're only on our first episode. This is probably the longest we've ever spent on one episode. One episode uh, of the well, podcast. I mean, the, the, there's a lot to take in on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the most to have, like... It's heavy. That's how good two seasons. That's two and three are great, but like I feel like this opening was a lot to take in because yeah. so much. Again, three years passed. Yeah, yeah. 
But we haven't talked about how Asami is. There's so much, like, context and detail that you have to derive simply by the fact of time passages and picking picking up on, like, hordes and hordes of context clues. Right. Asami is literally, like, literally the person who's pushed... Uh, Republic City into this future like he even says Asami and future industries like remember when season one when they were literally being run you know run by eagleists yeah. and in season, the beginning of season two like they were like destitute and like <laughs> about to go and bankrupt. season three they didn't even freaking exist pretty much yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, I mean well, like, they didn't mention anything because well, their CEO was just out of galvanting with the avatar or right yeah. yeah exactly well while well, we are all over the place and tell what the rest of the world is doing there's one character we don't know yeah I was gonna say we know <laughs> we know about everyone and what happened in their three years what a segue yeah but <laughs> thank you <laughs> but um we yeah there is one character so how about we just enter season two and talk about season two yes season two <laughs> episode two and let's just talk about Cora alone. alone. I love already the uh, the the what's it called? Says the episode of uh, season two in the Earth book Earth Zuko alone. What's it called? Then? Yeah, that, yeah, the, yeah. The episode where it's just Zuko. Yeah, and it's nice. And it's all. I mean, without spoiling too much already, like there's a lot of similarities between the two episodes. Oh, absolutely. You know, now that you say that, with what we're about to talk about, you're right. There really there's is a lot. Oh yeah, last but, time. But guys, Shiro Shinobi, what you got to say? But guys, are you, oh, are you kidding me? I'm his cousin, no. the one without the voice. <laughs> um, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yes, I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. You're a podcast. <laughs> but guys, guys, the Avatar has gone missing, um, and he brings up about three years ago Zagir poisoning her, and that while her friends have moved on with their lives, Korra re- remained in her homeland, even though she was still healing. She was, you know, she was still healing up and stuff. Um, six months ago, she left, but hasn't been, uh, but hasn't been seen since. What has become of the Avatar, and when will she return? Who knows? Well, we will. Yeah, right just now. <laughs> right now. This is when we open on a bruised Korra healing her wounds in a public restroom. It is very, like, a really weirdly, like... It feels like a, like a Dude, movie scene it, from a show. It's so right, weird. yeah, it's like it's like a really grungy bathroom. Yeah. Like the mirror is even it's like, like a scene you've never seen like an Avatar thing before. It's so weird. But the guy really wants to go to the potty, so he's banging on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emergency here. Knock yourself out. Yeah, she comes out and she is nearly hit by a car because she's so distracted by her pain and everything. By her pain and everything, and wanders then, into an alley. Yeah, wanders into an alley where a shady figure appears. It's her. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's yeah, it's her. Specifically, her during the attack Zaheer did, where her hair is down, her arm has the chain around it. She's yeah, and like, she looks all scraggly and stuff, and she's like got the Avatar state eyes. The chain, the, yep, the, the, chain the platinum bands. Very, yep. yeah, very she important. She drunkenly wanders out of that alley, and the citizens think that she's a crazy weirdo. Well, no, she starts attacking it. Yeah, and, and like, is she and okay? She's like, well, she's do you crazy. need to go to a doctor? She's like, no, I'm fine. Get away from me. Yep, this is when she flashes back to when she was still in a chair just after the finale of the last season. Yep, she's uh, she's giving everyone's giving her hugs and everything because yep. Jinora had just become an airbending master. And she's heading south for the time to heal. Yep. She tells Asami that she won't need company even though Asami offers uh, because it'll be only a few weeks. Ugh, so and, depressing. <laughs> right? And Korra's like, look, I... This time alone is probably going to help me clear my head a little bit. Yeah. So thanks, but I'd, I I'll be I'll be fine. Yep, Bolin says he's going to write and he's going to miss every her. day. Yep, and this is when as they sail off, we see her with her parents and Kaya. 
Oh boy. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. And a few sorry. weeks passes, she heals, she comes back, and everything's fantastic. Yeah. And, 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 they, and they wait for all of this to blow over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the South, she uh. keeps having nightmares about almost dying, and she just wheels herself out and watches the Aurora Borealis very sadly. <laughs> right, and then of course, her mom. her mom comes over and says, Hey, look, we're worried. You yeah. haven't been sleeping well, you haven't been eating yeah, much, a, 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 if at all. So you need help. Yeah, you need help. Oh, so go to your go 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 to Katara. go to Katara. Well, I, I I was about to say grandmother, but I'm like no no no, no they're not related. <laughs> yeah yeah right. It was like yes, just go to go well, go to Katara. That's how you she's you past lives. Yeah yeah yeah. Could be yeah. Well, that's her wife then. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's from a certain point of view. Oh, we're gonna be Obi Wan. Stop it. Um. Anyway. But like, go to Katara. She's good at healing. She'll help you out. And of course, Cora's like, "Fine, I will." And we cut to Katara using the awesome spirit water. Yeah, specifically the one that pulled the special healing water. Yeah, that actually, and was super good. We find out that she really can't do anything yeah. for Cora. Cora needs to help herself if she's going to do this. Yep. And we also learn, you know, Cora's very distraught about this. Yeah. But we learn. But we learn. Um, kind of in a Kill Bill fashion. I remember anyone. Kill Bill in my yeah, okay, yeah, 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 Kill, Kill Bill for rehabilitation um, therapy. So, so, Katara's like, okay, do me a favor. Look at your big toe, visualize it moving, now wiggle your big toe. And after a little bit of time, it starts wiggling, and Korra's like, whoa. And of course, Katara's like, the mind is a very powerful ally, but it can also be your worst enemy. Yeah. Gee, like two people we know in this place. Who who suffer from anxiety on a regular yeah, basis. And depression. This episode is exactly about all of that. It's very, very right. good. Uh, Cora struggles to walk on the bar. She keeps falling when she has flashbacks. <laughs> uh, we also see some cute letters from Masami, Mako, and Bolin from the city. Telling uh, her yeah, I was going to say, not just letters from Bolin. Letters yeah, with a... A bunch of silly cartoon... Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, like cartoony drawings and stuff. Like, literally, there's like... A stack that's like yay high if you can't see visually. Yeah, but the, but she is still too depressed because everyone has been like so they talk about how much they're moving on and what they're doing with their lives, and it's really just draining her even more, and she's just getting more and more depressed. I loved. Uh, I'm gonna talk because I'm walking here. Yeah, you uh, probably heard his nose blowing in the background. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I loved Bolin's letters, like my dearest Cora. You know, <laughs> I mean, all these things going on. It's like an all yeah, time. You know, it's so weird. If he wrote that way to Opal, he might have a better relationship. Eh, who knows? Well, she's still, he's still with Kuvira. She's still not on board. He's still with Kuvira. Oh, wow. You make him a cheater now? Well, that comes up later, I think. Some of the jokes about that. Uh, yeah, six months pass, and Korra flips and yells at Katara because she's not able to help her, and she's still in the chair. It's oh, d- really... Dude, I felt... This entire episode has destroyed me. But that part really destroyed me because she literally like lashed out at Katara. I, I forget what exactly she said, but she even she catches herself yeah, and she's like, "That came out wrong." Human. And it's just like, "Oh god!" Yeah, she's like, I, I, "She's like, I'm a butt." I, I that that. She came also, out yeah. Wrong. Also, she like uh, this is a very like. Do you even watch the commentary for this one? I assume. No, I didn't. Because uh, this is a very like. Um, but well, she says like, "I can't dress myself. I can't clean myself. I can't do." And it's like one of those like things like, "Well, like a disease that's really depressing and serious about like paralysis." Right. It's also like, wow, it's really messed up and it's really sad for her. And 
And of course, um, Katara, Katara is yep. like, yeah, dude, it's fine. You're you're upset. You're angry. Let it out. She even says she just let your anger and, and frustrations flow like water. Yep. Yeah. Which I love that because it was a really waterbender thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, one waterbender. Katara, Katara says at one point, it's like, I've been through something similar to this, like a traumatic event. I'm trying to remember what that I was. Her mother um, getting killed? That, that's what no, I think. No. Richard's Aang's hardships in a second. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you Which, know what I think her hardship was? Huh. Remember that time she was forced to bloodbend and she didn't want to? Or when she was almost killed by that Earth King, the proof point to Aang. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that, she, she, had, so, she, she never really showed anything like... She was, yeah, she was like paralyzed para, 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 and poisoned. That's right, poison. but... I want to know I mean, what adventure she's yeah, talking about. Things. Was, I don't yeah, think it was anything they, from the original series. They, like, a lot of bad stuff has happened to everyone in this series, even after in the comics and stuff, too. So, yeah. Yeah, so I want to know that, that is true, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, you know, she... Um, so she you mentioned, you know, she mentioned Aang struggle. She does a weird one. Like I get it. What they're being killed? Yeah, but it was like well, that's dramatic. That's dramatic, yes, well, but that's not like that's... I literally can't move like my body. Dude, I can't even walk. Like, dude, Aang legitimately went straight to the Avatar state. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, that that I mean, to some degree, I'm kind of stretching it. I'm not gonna lie, but. He, I mean, the Avatar state took over. He wasn't really moving at all. That happened with everything, though. Yeah, but, he, but, but, time no, he but, but here's the thing. Um, because of what she says after she mentioned when Aang found out about all the things, he didn't let it get him down. See, the, 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 I think that's a big, a big factor on it. See, Korra is letting this get her down, um, but with Aang, he found out about it, Fortunately, he had like Katara it, there to you know, help him out, and, and so he, he was able Katara. to press. Yeah. Oh, during that scene, yeah, it was yeah. Katara. He, he, he was back. able to press on. Cora, dude, let's Push be honest. Away, literally. Yeah, literally, but that's what she does. Yeah, that, that, that's the way she is. Where Aang is more open to everything and what everyone has to say. Um, I was about to say Katara, Cora. Is like she, when something bad happens, she pushes people away. We've seen her do it many times. Oh, yeah. I do that. He, that is similar to the personalities. Aang is again airbender mentality. He avoids everything. He doesn't address yeah. it. You right. Know. That, but that's also you know why that moment to me didn't stick as much because he didn't. He, he never showed the same levels of intensity towards that or much of anything that we saw. Because he was a monk trained, though technically, he was like, raised as a monk his entire life. That's why he's so I mean, well, how compared old to anybody. Yeah. Any how the other old was he, he had, seen. in Avatar? He was like, what? Ten, eleven? Twelve. I think twelve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sokka was sixteen and Katara was thirteen. Yeah, I mean, Sokka was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, and of course, Aang had the spirituality of the monks. Cora, it, it didn't take until halfway oh, through season two where, yeah, she wasn't, <laughs> she, she was a baby. Yeah, she, she wasn't, she wasn't spiritual at yeah, all. We can't get too, too lost in the weeds. Yeah, I'm sorry, though. I'm sorry. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, more physical therapy. This time, this guy's episode's going to be longer than the freaking finale one. Uh, she's finally able to cross the bars with more physical therapy. Uh, but then we flash back to the present where she's in this city. She walks the streets and a cute little white dog pops up to her like, Adorable little yip yip. Yep, but once again, her avatar vision returns, but the dog can see it as well, so she knows it's real. See? See? Dogs have sixth sense. I know, I have three of them and they're all terrible. (laughs) It barks and the vision goes away. She finally says, okay, well, the dog jumps off and she's like, I'm going to follow it because it knows something. No, the dog looks at her and is like, hey, come follow me. Well, not literally. It's like, yip, yip, like, come follow me. And she's like... (laughs) <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Because she has yip yip and she flies away. She flies away. Yep. I mean, you're fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. But, uh, I wouldn't have. In anyway. the past, Tenzin visits Korra during her time. 
She says, oh, I'm getting so much better because she can now walk when she greets Tenzin. She says, oh, this, uh, I'm going to show you something. She goes and fights three firebenders, uh, but loses. To yeah, them. it loses because she has another flash. Well, yep. she, originally she's, like, firing at them. She come on, attack me. I can take it. Yeah. And then the guys are like, uh, okay. Yep, they attack and she loses. Tenzin goes over to help her and she sees another vision of Zaheer. And she's like, just, uh, just yeah, she's like, I, yeah, she's just like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, it's very depressing. She says, well, you need patience. She oh, says, if you yeah. say I need patience, I'm going to water, I'm going to water well, I, I, in the face. Yeah, I'm, yeah, there, I actually put this in my notes. Oh, yeah. It was, you just have to have Cora like, just glares for the first time ever, truly glares at him and says, if you say I need to have patience, I'm going to water smack your mouth so hard. Yeah. I'm just like, whoa. I mean, I get it. But dang, girl. Yeah, she's super pissed. And he's like, I like it because he like stumbles and like says something like, oh, else. No, you just need to um, not worry about the future. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm smooth, smooth. Yeah. She writes Asami about the two years that have passed at this point and is not able to go to the Avatar State anymore, we find out. Yep. Just mentions that she can't talk to Bolin or Michael yeah, about only this. Asami yeah, because they understand. understand. She only feels comfortable talking yep, to Asami. only Asami. During I, a family... Do- what? No, I was no, going to no, say, like, that, that's no, there's no Aww, crazy thing happening It's with very, that. very dull. During a family so, dinner... <laughs> what? I don't know that. During a family yeah, dinner. It's very dull. Yeah, it's very dull. <laughs> She says that she's ready to go back to the city. She tells her family, and she's ready to leave. And they're like, okay, I'll get some white lotuses. No, no. Yeah. First off, Just do, do you remember the last three seasons about the white lotus? Yeah, yeah they're very incompetent. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just go it alone. I need the time to clear my head. Yeah. She lands on a little archipelago, and a fishmonger has a picture of Aang. Yeah. I thought this was, um, not cute. What was the island with the water spirit? Uh, oh, the, the, you talking about the, the sludgy one? No, the one where it was like they, they had it was a it was a fire nation near the fire nation where they had a the spirit lady? painted lady. Yeah, that, that, that was the sludge I thought that might have been about. the one. No, because that was all on like yeah, in, that was in the middle of the lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's clearly on like a. Beach. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's on on an island. Yeah. The guy has a picture of Aang with the doing his little like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we're talking about, like older Aang still like, doing oh, the. Oh my god, you're the Avatar! This is my second Avatar I've ever met. He's excited. Everyone's got a picture of her. And this is when an old lady across the street is getting mugged and the robbers are running and he says, oh, don't worry, the advertise here. Oh, well, let me get a picture of oh, you. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> not, just, not just that. He was like, he, he literally yeah, yells he over, don't worry, the avatar's here. Go do your thing. Yeah, it's very messed up. Also, um, he, he mentions, like, you're my, you're my, like, what, second favorite avatar? And then he says, like, uh, I wish I could have met Kiyoshi. She defeated a shark squid with one with hand. one hand. Yeah, talk about a lady. And I was just like, yeah, man, you get it. Dude, <laughs> um, but yeah, but either way, so Korra goes to, uh, uh, to you know. Rob the, rob, the robbers. Just, and to rob just, the robbers. Yeah, to rob the robbers. They just simply, like, sand bend the beach sand. And she, and she has another them. flashback. And yeah, it's awful. It's so embarrassing. And then the, the lady who got mugged is like. And this is the Avatar? Yeah, and you're like, that is such an embarrassing moment. I was just yeah, like, seriously, oh. dude. Honestly, I felt for her. I'm just like, dude, no. Like, that was just, like, blatantly bad. Yeah, it was really bad. It felt terrible. But this is when That was she, like White Lotus bad. Yeah, as bad as they are. <laughs> uh, this is when she's beginning to go back to sailing, and she sees the Avatar vision again. Yeah, like, time. in the distance. Well, yeah. she's, at, uh, well, she's going to Republic City. She's, yeah, she's, like, at, like in the harbor where she fought Unavatu. Yeah. And she sees the vision, like, on a rock. Yeah, yeah. and then she just turns around and sails away. 
And then and, and, and we get more of this, right? Yeah, this is she changing her clothes, and she does like an anime pro tag, just cuts her hair off. <laughs> yep. Again, similar to, I mean, not that episode, but similar to Zuko, who yeah. cuts his hair off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Granted, yeah. that was because, you know, Azula was trying to hunt him and his uncle down, so they had to <laughs> hide their Fire Nation lineage so they could live in the Earth Kingdom without yeah, yeah. being attacked, but <laughs> still similar. Still very similar, but this is when she wanders into the spirit portal and goes to the Tree of Time to meditate. We see dozens of spirits fly in and say, is that the Avatar? I don't sense any Rama energy from her. It's like, whoa, what does that mean? And she's like, there's one little cute guy with like four arms. Yeah, little cute guy. Right. And, and, and of course, like, first off, I can hear you guys. Secondly, yeah. I'm trying to meditate here. Thirdly, I am the Avatar. Cut my hair. Changed my clothes. Also, got disconnected from my Rama powers. Trying to get him back. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, okay. Let us help you. And she's like, no. thanks, but... I need to do this on my own. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, Cora, you idiot. Yeah, this is when she leaves and begins to wander. She goes past some glaciers, which I'm like, are those the ones that Aang was in? The ball similar to that, I wonder? You mean uh, you mean in the South Pole? Yeah. Well, she was in the, I thought she was in the North, she went to the North, North Pole. Pole. They didn't say where that, those well, glaciers. Well, because she went in at the North Pole. Because that was, a, the, the forest looked destroyed similar to yeah, how. Yeah, no, like, I, I, even, I even looked it up. It is the North Pole. The, uh, the one where she's in front of, where she's, like, going around glaciers. Because then it goes to the volcano, which I'm like, is that the volcano that killed, Oz- uh, uh, what's it called, killed Roku? No, because that wasn't active anymore. That was, was yeah, because they yeah, visited the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 After that was done, they visited the island. That's where you get the flashback. Of, yeah, yeah. Right. And then and she goes through a desert as well. Where and you she, see. And over this whole time, while she's going to her, traveling through all these places, we keep hearing her sending letters to her parents, the fake letters saying, oh, I'm going to, and, uh. I'm, uh, it's great in the city. Everyone's here and everything's great. Don't worry about me. In the distance, you always see the Korra. Yeah, the, other the Korra. vision is always in the distance. But in the desert, it's a little different. Because well, as she's walking, you see Rava. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Rava. Rava. Yeah, I was going to say, yep. She goes over and it's a up to it And it's done. She finally stops at the little town and tracks the vision to an alley. And she's just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to actually take care of this. I was going to say, like the, the her vision of the, that Korra... It had a real for those who've seen the movie It Follows. It was yeah, it was yeah, yeah. It was creepy. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, it, it, it didn't yeah. talk. You know, it's and it was it, it was intimidating. Like Cora is a very intimidating individual. Oh yeah, I've never that seen point. It Follows, but I can understand like every, just seeing this it's other Cora really thing. Creepy, oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, yeah it's really, really cool. But she follows it, and it get it show pops up in the fight arena where we are finally caught up in the timeline of this is where she asks. To participate. Yep. And, and then it flies back through all things that have happened, back to the dog who has been following her. Oh, we also see during the fight with that Earthbender last episode. That, what, that, she that, see, what she sees yeah. is the other Korra. She sees the other Korra as the Earthbender while whooping her button as she loses. And then back present day, the dog takes her out of town and into a big swamp. Wait. What? Big swamp? Don't we know the swamp? Is it Foggy Swamp? I think yeah, it is. It is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, I believe it is. Yeah. Yep. We're I thought we were gonna play that for a little, little longer. No, like, like I legitimately <laughs> thought, is that Foggy? Yeah, I think it is. Well, they mentioned well, well later. We'll yeah, later more. they mentioned the swamp benders. Yeah, but it reveals to her that to be the spirit from the tree that tried to help her before. Yep, and of course she's like, wait, Pokemon. Why one. didn't you tell yep. me? And he's like, if I told you, you wouldn't have followed me. And she's like. Fair point. Yep. <laughs> it flies off as, uh, to show her something. She once again sees the vision and fights it uh, once more in the swamp, but loses very badly. Oh, horribly. And it's yeah. a really creepy ending, though, because it, like, yeah. 
pulls her into like the it changes mud. Her. She's trying to fly enough like airbend away, but she's getting chained and she's being drawn into the mud, which turns into the mercury poison from last season. Yeah, right. So she's yeah, like, drowned in it. And it's like, and oh, it's so much. But then she wakes up. In a, in a dark cave. And all of a sudden... We see like, an old woman tending to her. Yep, an old... Well, oh, sort of. Yes. And then... Yes. Dude, don't, don't, don't do it. Okay, no, 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 no. This was my quote. This was my quote when I saw the old lady and I heard her talk. I'm like, don't do this to me. Don't you, don't you do this to me. Yep. And all of a sudden, you know, she's like... It's like, where am I? She's like, well, I mean, you're in a you're in a cave. Yeah. Why don't you use your avatar powers to uh, help yourself and heal? And she's like, wait... You know on the avatar, like, yeah, like, we yeah. were friends in a previous life. And, and when ah. she said that, I'm just like, don't you do it. Turns out, like, gets a flame out the sea. Some blind old lady, I'm like, don't you do this. And then, of course, yeah. she's like, Tom, is that you? Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, good to see you again, Twinkle Toes. I'm like, yeah. ah! Oh, destroy the mic. God, you guys. <laughs> and then, you know, you know what? Um, you know, it, it, I know it's a little late, but at the beginning we should. Oh, that's the episode but, ends. Oh, yeah, that's when the episode ends. At the beginning of this episode, we should like edit in someone, uh, you, saying, "Hey, if you're wearing headphones, do be careful." Yeah, yeah, yeah. These episodes do like come out really loud sometimes. Yeah, right. But, it, but either way, it's just like they go up and down. <sighs> they brought her back. She's yeah, she's still. And, the, and officially, we have seen every living uh, X Team Avatar. Yes, yeah. we have. All two of them, or three of them, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, yeah. Only Ang and Sokka. I, uh, Sokka. I, I, yeah. Sokka. Sokka not being in any of Korra, like, with, I was trying to flashback. Yeah. Like, one of the worst things, because... But well, it makes sense, because if Sokka was there, everything would have been fine. Hey, I really thought. Think about it. episode, they did not have Sokka. They had no clue what to do. <laughs> and Charlie. Although, not gonna lie... Where is the lie? Because he he's right. He, Sokka is a great. silly character, but he he's like yeah, the smartest probably of that group. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> not just in the group, but in the in world. General, yeah. He literally revolutionized air travel by yeah, himself. He invented it by the kid. Yeah, just offhandedly, and then they figured out how to you know save you know the gas again, saving the airship and, and a bunch of people. Wait, how did he revolutionize air travel? He invented the airship. Well, yes. the professor was like, you know, we well, get these airships, but. They'll just float away. He's like, what if you put a lever on top? That was Sokka, 100%. Sokka, yeah, like, Sokka. what if you put a lever on top to let out the air so you can control it? Oh, okay. And yeah. that's when it, after it destroyed, the Fire Nation found it, surprised them in the day of Black Sun, and, and, and now what we got is air travel because of the original designs that Sokka perfected. Yeah, oh. also the boomerang, the meteor sword, is great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he literally made a sword out of a meteorite. I'm surprised no one's ever oh, found yeah. it because it did just go off into the ground. I'm surprised nobody found that meteor sword. I'm sure someone did, and there's a story that's never going to get told because it's Sokka, and Sokka, anything Sokka-related is just so broken. Like, yeah. oh, the Avatar's so powerful. Yeah, Sokka's broken, and he doesn't even need bending. <laughs> He's literally, I mean, Washington got defeated by him. He got defeated by Sokka style, because he didn't know it. Yeah, Our exactly. Guy, he did. Washington is great, too. It's so uh. crazy. But yes, that is when the episode ends. Okay. And it is very, very crazy. I'm gonna say it. I what? have to say it. They brought best girl in. This series is now the best ever. Hell yeah, it's wonderful. Okay, sorry, best uh, best girl in original Avatar because well, Kabir, well <laughs> I say Zula's not my number one. Like I said, Tara, come on, <laughs> <laughs> you dunderheads. Awful. All no, of your dunderheads. Azula's the best. Kavira's tied for hey, her. In my hey, hey, who beat Azula? Hmm. Uh, she cheated. 
It was a fair Agni Kai and she cheated. Yo, Azula <laughs> cheated. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cheated. All right, guys. Azula went after someone outside of the right. Agni Kai Ra- and therefore she broke the have rules. Been there. Raptors? Raptors? <laughs> you need a. Yeah, you have. There's always representatives of Agni Kai. Guys, guys. Yes, how do you think Azula and Iroh watched Zuko get his eye burned? She by was his very father. happy. That's how she well, watched exactly. it. Whoa, whoa, guys, guys, very guys. Happy. We should probably move on. Yeah, I was going to say, guys. I mean, we could, I think this should be the next half an hour. We could literally, oh, yeah, 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 we could literally go an hour on this one. Let's not. Forever. Guys, we have to do the most important thing now. Not only is it the last episode, but guys. The most important day. Yeah, it's the most important day. <laughs> episode three. The, the Coronation. The Coronation. That's what I was last time saying Shiro Shinobi's brother or whatever. Well, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's, yeah. that's Obi-Wan to you. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear this. So, <laughs> so much has changed these past three years. Maka's a body god for Prince Wu. I don't know. Ugh, sorry, that hurts me. Who is the way to make him likable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, and Bolin works for best uh, best lady in Korra, Kuvira. Korra. Korra is the best lady in Korra. Korra's pretty great, but Kuvira's bad. Hey, speaking of Korra, while she's trying to heal herself, she was led into the spe- uh, led by spirit into the foggy swamps, where she met. Best Earthbender ever, and you dunderheads better remember this. Top A Fong. Oh, yeah. boo. Boo, how dare you. Will this Earthbender... Are you going to quote that one, really? Season 2? <laughs> That's right. I know what you, you're talking about. I, everyone should know what I'm talking about. Top A Fong is best... I go to the bathroom. <laughs> but will this Earthbending master be the key to Korra regaining her Avatar mojo? True yeah. story. That is... Legitimately, the ending quote before we get into the episode. <laughs> yeah, he, Shiro legitimately says Avatar Mojo. Avatar Mojo. That probably does. Uh, yeah, we open on Wu telling Mako the coronation show plans. He's going to have giant boulders fling out with Earthbender girls jumping out, playing them like drums. And going to be dancing great. badger moles. Yeah, 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 dancing badger moles. Uh, remember, it's going to go like this. Yeah, he actually does the dance. Like, he's talking about six, six the, hours long. Is in the episode one commentary, they mentioned that he saw a bit of uh, Wu's dance moves. Yeah, there. yeah. So he has got some sweet dance moves <laughs> while, other people, while the, the adults are talking. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, it is going to be a dynamite six-hour show. I'm yeah. like, oh. Mako says that he's supposed to be ruling. What's he doing? He says, well, advisors. That's what advisors are for. I don't yeah, care. And, and Tenzin's like, yeah, we'll, we'll give him advisors, but... Yeah, he, Come on. Yeah, Raiko comes over and says, Woo, how are you doing? And was just doing his elaborate badger mole dance. And Tenzin's just like, Raiko, do you really think this is going to be okay? Like, well, you know how royals are, Tenzin. They're ridiculous. But we'll send delegates to aid Woo. It'll be fine. Also, where's Korra? <laughs> yeah, also, where's Korra? We don't know yet. We still haven't had any sign of her. Yep, this is when we see the airbenders are looking for her, uh, Tenzin says. And he's worried about Kuvira growing in power too much. And also, rumors of prison camps... Reiko says, don't worry, she'll just hand over hey, power hey, and step did down. did you say prison camps? You met happy camps. Yeah, <laughs> correctional <laughs> facilities where they will seek proper rehabilitation. Um, Reiko Three says... Three square a day. Yeah. Access to dental care. My time in the, in the, out in the yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, of course I got the South Park reference. Yeah, of course. That's my second favorite movie next to Team America World Police. Oh, of course. <laughs> Both fair, amazing. Fair. Uh, but yeah, Reiko says... <laughs> Reiko says... Uh, Wu will step, or she'll step down. Yeah, when Wu will step ready. down. Yeah, Wu will step down. No, she says uh, she gave her word that she'll step down, and Wu yes, will take over. Yes, she yeah, gave no. her word. Of course, she's gonna do it. There we go. No one ever breaks their word um, ever. Yeah. No. Well, um. No. Anyway, hey, meanwhile, in the swamp, Toph is training Korra. She says that she needs training because she's losing two scrubs. 
That's yeah, a quarter g- sense. G- yeah, literally. That is le- that's legitimately word yeah, for word. She scrubs. says two scrubs. In the swamp, uh, Toph says, that get over yourself. And yeah, get out of yourself. The world yeah. doesn't need you. Also, like, then she says, like, oh, why are you back in the city? And this is when I wrote in my notes, uh, Toph literally quotes The Wire. <laughs> if you guys have ever seen the series The Wire, where she says, uh, I was doing police work for years. The names changed, but the streets stayed the same. That is literally the main concept of The Wire, as, like, these cops keep taking out criminals, and these new ones keep popping up. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> Tom is so goddamn hardcore. <laughs> that was a really interesting... I like that, though. That was a really the, cool the, jaded, the amount of jadedness in her. Yeah, she's like, going to be a swap she's home, always been she's like a, that, She's a police though. officer. She was a high-level person back in the Earthbender Society. She's done so much, but she's like, no, I'm going to chill Dude, she now. invented metal bending. Absolutely. So... Though, um, I mean, to be fair, her daughters would pick it up. They're well, they're not very good, according to her. Yeah, but yeah, they, they suck compared to Cora says Toph thinks everything she did so far is pointless, and she says, well, like, you thought Lynn was grumpy, and she says, uh, come on, I'm the original Bayfong. <laughs> yeah, I'm the original Bayfong. Yeah, so I was good. like, yes. <laughs> Which is also kind of a dig at her parents. Yeah. yeah I mean, seriously, yeah. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> they really did, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Toph says that she plans, she was got a plan to soak her feet for a couple of weeks, but since <laughs> Cora is really sucking. Is so pathetic and getting her and getting her butt kicked all the time. Yep. She just feels bad and wants to help her. Yeah, she'll help me. Cora's like, oh, thanks. She goes in for a hug and gets a rock in the face, and she says, no hugs. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> no. She says, if you want to hug something, go hug, hug a tree. tree. <laughs> I'm like, dude, the moment she did that, I'm just like, I missed you so much, Toph. I yeah. missed you. She was not like this in the original show. She didn't want hugs and stuff. She looks upset. I'm pretty sure she's similar In the before. original show? Oh, come on. Like, she, she was like that, but she is much more jaded and over well, the top dude, of this. She's, she's, a much old, she's an old, she she's an old lady who's been through the police force and other things. I mean, like, 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 I'll give you that, Ed. Like, like uh, 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 Toph is... She's very jaded, yes. She's but, very like, I mean, overall, like, at least in, in from what I could tell, in my perspective, or my, uh, my opinion... Toph hasn't changed a whole lot uh, from when she was a little kid. Like she's, yeah, she, yeah. she, she's still uh, very, she's still kind of like, she's still very stubborn. Yeah. Uh, uh, cynical. Very, uh, very, <laughs> it's very much all for speaking her mind. Uh, just taking no shit from anybody. Yeah. And and uh, being, well, not, well, not cryptic. I mean, she's kind of cryptic now as an old yeah. lady. I guess she wasn't really that much like that as uh, as a kid. But I feel like, like, like uh, in terms of like. Overall, like, like growth and maturity in her personality, there's almost none. See, I disagree because I feel like Toph at this point, she is more, she's much more jaded. Even even when she was, she was aggressive, I agree, she was aggressive and she was in your face. But she never felt like, she, she felt like there was a purpose to what she was doing. You know, I mean, the fact that, you know, I haven't read the full bit of the comics, but the fact that she develops art bending school to try and teach people, yeah. the yeah. fact that she wants to have a family and, and everything, like, you know, she, she did see, I feel like, a point to the future and a point to her actions, but her speech talking about, you know, cry, you know, yeah. I, we got, you know, names changed, the streets stay the same, yeah. you know, taking down criminals seem pointless, you know, like, she feels like she, to this point, she's like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what you do. It really doesn't matter what anybody does. Yeah. She never felt like that in the original. Because if she felt like that in the original, she wouldn't have taught Aang. She wouldn't have joined them. She and wouldn't she have wouldn't have been, have been able to learn how to metal bend at all. Or well, I guess what maybe what I'm getting at is that uh, she herself has not had a whole lot of like personal growth and, and personal like maturity uh, for her own character. Like like she's gained wisdom. Like she's gained uh, wisdom and 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 speaks truths. Like, like the whole, you know, names change, streets stay the same. But I feel like 
like in, in terms of in terms of like personal like growth and development and like seeing I guess the world from a, a more I guess uh, open-minded perspective is the best part I can think of it yeah. there's not a whole lot of growth in that regards but I, I, I guess maybe it's not too, totally fair to say that she's had no development at all actually I, I'll, I'll meet you halfway I think she has grown in terms of she's experienced more and has more to t- base her things off of but her arc of of growth has not been completed yet. She's she's think, nebulous at this point. I think she's like settled into her because like she's we you know we saw her as a kid where she was very mean and I'm only for myself and I'm the best. Where she was always like I'm the best. Who cares? I'm the best. We seen her as a police chief where she allowed her criminal or she allowed her two daughters to do whatever they wanted because she was restrained as a kid. She had a criminal daughter who was terrible. She let her get away with everything. Just sent her away. Lynn, who dedicated her life to being in Top Shadow, she did not care. It's like, she's always been very aloof, I guess it's the term you want to pick. Like, yeah, she's been always a very aloof character, and it's been, like, positive for her, but her, how much she approves herself all the time, but also very negative to people around her that she treats poorly and stuff like that. I think this is a pretty, like, understandable position for her character to eventually reach out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know what, I think, I think her original arc was complete, but adding this on has kind of almost reset it. So yeah. this is not, this is not going to be, at this point in time, this Toph is not the completed arc top. And I'm going to meet you guys at the Republic City Four Elements, which is where the next scene takes place. Yeah, what a segue! Everyone arrives. (laughs) Everyone arrives. Bolin arrives in Public City. He's like, oh, Republic City, I'm glad to be here. Oh, God, it's Eska and Desna. Oh, no, it's Eska and Desna. (laughs) And, of course, Eska's like, well, you're doing well. I see you've replaced me with a new girlfriend. Um, Talking about Kuvira. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like Kuvira. That's my boss. Boss, girlfriend, yeah, same, same thing. thing. <laughs> she says she is properly intimidating, and Boleyn's like, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, Varric is also happy to be back in the city. Wait, which, which is odd, because even he's surprised at the fact that they let him in after his alleged crimes. Yeah, but we <laughs> learned that Kuvira forced Ryko to pardon him. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, god dang. I'm like, yes, Varric gets all the breaks. Mako and Boleyn have a very cute brotherly reunion. Bolin is there saying that they fixed Bossing Say and it's been great. Mako is saying, Man, I wish I was doing that. I'm here with this woo idiot. <laughs> Bolin asks about Cora and Mako tells him that she's still missing. Uh, Sue and Batar Jr. meet with a very icy reception, which is very, very weird. Yeah, and Batar's like, Hey, it's, just be careful. It's just, it's, it's just Batar now, not Junior. Yeah, 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 it's just Batar now, and uh, you better be nicer to Kuvira. After all, we are getting married. Yeah. This is just like. So smug. Yeah, yeah. right? And, I like Batar Jr. too. He's I got choking on the smugness. Yeah, he's pretty mm. bad. And, and, and Sue's just like. I don't know. I don't have to be nice after what you guys did. Yeah, it's very, very intense scene with between a mother and son. Wu tries to hit on Kubira, who's very like, ugh, get away from cares. Yeah, pretty much. He says, well, you know, hey, if you need any advice, I'll be my presidential suite. And she's like, no, I took that room. Like, what? Yeah, no, you're, I'll put you in a junior suite. Okay, <laughs> you're in the junior suite. Which I want to know how that happened. She like, probably just told the guy, he's like, yeah, it's Kubira. And I'm like, oh, dude, Kubira, you're the best. But and, again, like, he's had that for like a long time at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. He was literally living out of the hotel. Oh, yeah. They just moved him. Well, I'll tell you how. Kuvira says she always gets what she wants. Yep, she always. And that's when Matthew melts. <laughs> this is when Secretary Gunn arrives oh, this hey, morning. Oh, is, that you? is that what you, oh, yeah. you call it when you get Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> God, no, please. I don't want to edit this podcast, Ed. Anyway, Secretary Gunn arrives the next morning. Keep doing it. Give Matt something to do. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, none of Wu's staff or stuff is here because of the sacking of Boxing Say. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. They did have something. They had the Royal Brooch? Brooch. It was... It was, it was yeah, well, Brooch. Yeah, sorry. I, I would say, well, no, it's like... It's an earring. Yeah, they call it, it the wrong brooch. name in general. Brooch. Brooch. It is the royal... It's it is like uh, the English one royal earring, aka the Brooch. If you've seen uh, Tim and Eric Gossel show. Great yeah, job. The Brooch. And the prince is just like... I've had enough of this. Me, me, I'm a man. Me, me wants a bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I put yeah, both. They have the crown, even. Yeah, I know. Right? No, yeah, yeah. Even yeah I'm going to be a king without a says, crown. Well, at least we'll have the ceremony. No, we will not. The ceremony is going to be small because all of your stuff, the badger moles, everything's gone. Nothing's, you have nothing for the ceremony. But Cora is off training with Toph and getting her butt kicked by some mud bending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, a great line where she's like, "These, uh, this is what she mentions, you know, these swamp benders can't take a punch. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which tells like, me that oh, she went in there and just tried to fight them, them. Yeah, I'm sure she would have. Uh, Cora, uh, she is like, uh, I just try to think, like, oh, Toph oh, says that's yeah. your problem. Do not yeah. think. I, I, I love that. First time she is that. Tell me what you did wrong. Well, I was thinking maybe you would. Yep, exactly. You were thinking. Don't think. Do yep. it again. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Cora says, uh, Toph just likes beating people up. And she says, yeah, of course I do. And we're like, yeah, that's, that's Toph for you. Yep. Uh, she says that she uh, she asks why she left the world, but Tov says that I'm she's more connected, connected to the than world ever. than anything. See, I I know what's happening in Republic City. I know yeah. what's happening everywhere. I can see everything. You're blind compared to me. I love it because Top is turned back to Cora, and Cora's like getting ready to sneakily use some water bending to punch, yeah. and then she gets smacked in the face with with mud. Yeah, and she says through these roots, I can see everything, including my daughters and the city, and it's really really cool. At the tiny coronation, we finally see the Fire Lord, Zuko's daughter. And the... Wearing glasses. Yeah, she's wearing glasses. And also, yes, she is. We, uh, well, like, side note, we still don't know who the heck her mother is. But the ceremony is very short. Wu gives a speech about wearing his royal brooch. Uh, he wants to congratulate Kuvira with the Kyoshi Medal of Freedom. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Kyoshi has a medal. Uh, yeah. the, it seems to be like an actual, like, re- legit relic. He's like, yeah. surprisingly, that wasn't taken. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm glad this wasn't me. Yeah. But hey, so how, you, you give a speech when you get a medal. What does Kubi- oh Kubi- my god! Well, she asked to give a speech. Oh, yeah. yeah, after, after, yeah. And he's like, like, I guess we got six hours. Like, yeah, we got six hours. Six hours to fill. She says that royal lines are highly impractical and bad. Technology and innovation is what should be moving the world forward. She will lead the Earth Empire and bring an age of prosperity to all of her people. All hail the Great Uniter! <laughs> I'm like, oh, and, and uh, she's like, if any of you step in my borders or get in my way, you're going down. You will be crushed. She crushes the metal. I was like, oh, Kavira, no, don't oh, crush the... Co- co- <laughs> she said that she no literally threat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no one ever breaks their word in Korra yeah, or never Avatar. Never hey, never hey, but you want to know something? Where everyone was like, yeah, go woo. When she does this, everyone's like, yeah, go woo. Except for the world leaders who just got threatened. Yeah. Well, right. well, also, all the world but... families where he says, like, we're not going to have some dumb lineage being people. We need to be intelligent and smart and move forward. And I'm like, dang, Kuvira, you're so smart and great. Uh, again, yeah. I don't think it's mentioned that, like, Desna Eska, leaders of the Northern Water Tribe. They were born into Tom it, yeah. Rock is in the, from the Southern Water Tribe. Born into it, yeah. Fire Lord is... is she Lord. was... Yeah, no, the... Yeah, she was born into it because her dad was the Fire no, Lord. No, she's there. Yeah. The president, Tenzin, like, literally the leaders of all these nations yeah. are being threatened by someone right in front of them. And yeah. she's literally saying it to them. What are we going to do about it? 
she shoves them all on the ground and kicks dirt in their faces. And I'm like, yeah, can Varric kick that dirt? Right. The next, <laughs> after the ceremony, Bolin says to Varric that he was shocked and he agrees, but it wasn't really cool to take the other leaders, like, uh, give them, not to give a warning and treat the other, reader, blah, other leaders like that. And they may not agree with what they plan. Varric says that the world loves her and that they need their medal, so who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Kuvira appears and she's like, hey, look, Bolin, I get it. Oh, wait, first up, uh, Julie brings Varric a large spirit vine, and he says, ooh, bring it to the lab to be uh, harvest. Yep. <laughs> yeah, time to be harvest. Yeah, and uh, then, yeah. Well, how crazy yeah, is that? I'm sure, again, cool. it's a little offset thing, right? Yeah, it's nothing. Who cares about that? Yeah. Bolin says it wasn't cool to blindside the other leaders like Tenzin and Raiko. And, and Kubira's like, like, hey. No, like, hey, hey, listen. Bro, listen. Yeah. Linda, listen. Linda. No, listen, Linda. Linda. Just, yeah. See, you get it. Um, Look. I know okay. you've heard some rumors about, you know, how we're a bit forceful and everything like that, but I, I have to make an appearance, you know. We yeah, gotta make to... sure they gotta know that we're serious. Yes, yeah, they gotta know what the deal is and we're not gonna join do me, stupid Bolin, leaders. And we will be strong. Yeah. Oh my god. And Bolin's like, Ugh. Yeah, that seems All right. Alright, you know what? You're and right. Then Sue pops up at the hotel room and Bolin's like, Yeah, let me get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Uh, we see Sue says she wants to talk privately about the world leaders have chosen her as their representative. Kubira points out that Sue has never been into politics before, and she had the opportunity to step up when the Earth Queen was killed to take over, and she didn't want to do it then. For unity and equality, she will not accept any... But Sue's like, I will not accept any dictators, and she's like, well... You know what I've been doing to the other cities? You know what's gonna happen to Zafu, because that's next. Uh, <laughs> yep. like, woo! And, Speaking uh, of woo... It's Woo's guy commiserating with Mako on what to do. Hey. He says, I don't want to go shopping. Yeah. I don't want to go shopping. I'm um, like, Doink is channeling this dude. Big, big mood for Doink. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, as this is happening, there's a knock on the door and there's a Bolin. Yeah, he explains to Mako that Kuvira's right and doing the right thing and that Woo's an idiot. Isn't he, Mako? And Mako's like, yeah. And Ma- Mako's was like... <laughs> Ah, uh, good point, brother. Yep. But what she did wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Still... Oh, right, yeah. Maku is like, dude, she's still, you know... He defended Wu, kind of. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Bolin's like, you want him as the leader? And he's just like, I... no, but still. And he does a really good thing where Bolin says, you know, she's just like Korra. She's just, may seem like bad, but she's just stern and strong and knows what she wants and she's going to do what she wants to do. And I'm like, whoa, I just did never realize that before. <laughs> that was a bit of an eye-opener for me. Like, when that was said, I'm just like, uh, yeah, she is wow, okay, that's like actually a good point. Yeah, uh, the, but Bolin says, Bolin? I'm going to go get on my Bolin, says I'm going to get on my train and we're going to save the planet. You go play babysitter that dumb dumb." <laughs> and then just and just walks away and and Marcus is like uh and it's like it Wu was just like hey I, was I heard what happened thing. I listened I'm to everything smoothie yeah well, like, yeah I'll, I'll buy you a smoothie let's go shopping and Marcus is like yeah and little okay. bossing say yeah and <laughs> little bossing say which I want to know like if he's not the king was he was the king technically no he was prince he was gonna be well he was technically the king at that point the coronation made him king yeah where's yeah so he's the king. He's uh, the king. He's yeah. the royal brooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the royal brooch. <laughs> so he's kind of the king. But like, after that speech, I feel like going out and spending money is a bad idea. Oh yeah, well, we'll oh, it'll it, turn it, out it, great. It, Don't it, worry. It's Will. It'll turn out great. 
Uh, Toph to is, yeah, Toph is happy to be tormenting an avatar again, she says. She says, well, I only tor- tortured one other one, but still, same thing. <laughs> Korra is still feeling sluggish and really bad at fighting, and Toph's like, well, it's probably because all that mercury still in your blood. <laughs> like, wait, she, says, she calls it metal. Yeah, that metal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's metal. Mercury. And, and he's like, wait, what? Mercury, and yeah, Toph's yeah. like, yeah, you didn't know you still have some metal in your but, blood. But, like, Sue and Lin got it all out of me. Like, well, they're never really good at metal. Yeah, they, that's when we find out. He's like, come on. That's funny. You're talking to me. Yeah, don't worry, I'll do it. Have you ever met me? I'm me. And, and then like, Korra's like, oh, well, thanks. And then she just, like, face palms Korra away again. It's really funny. Uh, Little Bossing Say actually looks like the city, but, like, as a mall. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, are sitting there having a nice little lunch, and Wu freaks out when he sees some Kuvira, two girls in Kuvira shirts walk by. I think those two women were actually the ones he took pictures with in the first episode. It was, Bossing, I, I, I believe know. it was. I, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that there was those two women, and then they're wearing that shirt. Yeah, he's like, where did you get that from? I'm like, oh, Kuvira, she's, like, totally great. And I'm just like, yeah, they're totally right. Yeah, uh, they say they're like totally. Yeah, they freak out and he says where and he's like goes over to the Kavira booth and just like hey, you can stop you selling can't these. Do this. Boo, little king, boo. Yeah, boo and test the burger. This is when they all start trying to fight him. They all like run after him, like, oh, we gotta get out of here. They run and they find a mini version of the palace, and it's a, a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Stump Bosco. Yeah, Stump Bosco in the corner. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and then real one. like. Hey. We was just like, give me that crown, give me that sister. Yeah, for a little, a little boy on the on the buffet, like a little fake throne, and he like moves, just like kicks him off and grabs his stuff. It's really, it's, it's so terrible. It but it's really uh, and, then he, and let's be honest, of all the silliness that Wu is, he he does the one thing that he deserves. He finally has a breakdown. Uh-huh. He did, let's be let's be honest, as silly and dumb as he is. He deserves a breakdown, at least. Yeah, Mako finally points out that Wu never did anything for his people, unlike Kuvira, who's actively helping everyone. And Wu's just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've been, I've been terrible. I don't even know what to do. But this is when Toph, back in the day, starts pulling the more metal back out of her. Back in the day. Back in the day, back in the swamp. <laughs> Starts pulling more metal out. It's still very tense and she keeps cramping out. And Korra's unable to do it. But she's like, you need to chill out and relax so this works. The, uh, Korra Stop the fighting me. I'm not here. fighting. No, yeah, tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, Ed farted. Oh, man. <laughs> not going to edit that out, but still it sucks. Anyway, yeah. Um, she has visions of Zaheer, and Toph says, you need to get over yourself, and you need to concentrate getting this poison out of you. Do it yourself. Yep. Done. It's because of her own issues that she needs to talk to the spirits that brought her here to get more help. Yep. This is when, back with Tenzin, gives his kids the task of finding Korra. Milo says, I'm ready for it, but I don't know about Iki and uh, Janora. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm the guy. I can do it. Don't, I don't care about the airbending master or my, my sister. My other sister who's older than me. But this is when the final shot of the episode, on the train, Varric has the spirit vine in to like harness. Some, yeah, in a harness of yeah. some sort. And this is what Kavir says, this is your main priority. Yeah, nothing else matters. And Varric's like, this is going to change the world. Yeah. And then the episode ends. <laughs> and that is where the episode ends, and it's a great Ed- one. For singing Metallica on the show, get out. Ooh. No, I'll sing whatever I want to. Yes, I said Vatu. Yeah. I'll do whatever I want to. Oh, God. Nice pun. Anyway. But yeah, what do you think is coming up, Ben? I don't know. Everyone else in the room knows what's going to go I'm on. I'm not. So. You, know, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do something different for this season. I'm not even going to guess. Well, I'm just going to say, I don't know, and I'm going to watch. Because. 
Every single time you ask me this question, every single time you're like, what's going to happen? I'm like, this is going to happen, and it doesn't. That's always fun, but I was going to say, now that we know Kavir's whole actual ideology of that the whole lineage and inheriting the throne and just being random idiots, having being in charge, is bad, and technology and innovation should be leading everyone forward... What do you guys think of that? I'm just going to mention that she's now calling it, she's like, the Earth Kingdom is now dead. We are now the Earth Empire. Empire and I'm Earth just like, Empire. oh, yes. <laughs> Specifically yes. the yes. Earth <laughs> Empire, right? Well, yeah, because it's just the <laughs> Earth Kingdom. Oh, I'm trying to make the, the noise again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, Cream Squeezly over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what? Like, you don't know that Cream Squeezy? Cream Squeezly. <laughs> That's a character. <laughs> what? I don't ask. But, like, yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think of her plan? Like, now that we actually know her ideology is. Compared to the other villains, we now know her ideology is anti uh, royalty, pro technology, and innovation. What do you guys think of her position? So, uh, so at that point, it, it feels like uh, it's, it's. The end goal is kind of the same as what the Red Lowe's was trying to accomplish, but just, like, to, to like, I guess, destruct. Uh, like the, the systems of like hierarchy uh, and like uh, and uh, and like chains of command that have been established, but dang it, Ben, you didn't turn your volume up on your phone for the podcast. <laughs> uh, 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 actually, you know, I did for my phone. That was what the vibrate was. That ding you heard was my tablet. Nice, nice. Uh, but, <laughs> but so like like uh, it seems like the Kuvera's end goal is kind of the same as what the Red Lotus was doing, but it's just in a way that is, I guess, less chaotic and more. Dare I say it? Balanced, Author- authoritarian. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, but like, like using using more. What's the word? She's doing it through a means that is possibly legal. Yeah, Plus, like, I say possibly more, because more legal, more legal and more structured means. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Than, than just anarchy and chaos. So literally, the creator said in episode one, and they went from anarchy to fascism. Yeah, fascism. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> much. Yeah. I mean, no, not uh, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean, military yeah, state, yeah, 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 especially that's you what uh, Mako calls it a military, uh, like a military state, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's legit. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, dude, this this episode. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm all I'm all for like in, in, like innovation and in technology. I'm literally a software developer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, like, like if there's one thing that I've learned about technology is that it's. It's neither bad nor good. It's it's how you use it and how it's designed. Yeah, and Kavira's good. She'll only use it for good. So yeah. we're, we're all perfect here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything's good. What could go wrong? Yeah, she's just harnessing a spirit vine for mysterious reasons. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh, and I she just has, has like, one of the most intelligent individuals in oh, all... Oh yeah, one of the most inventive people since Sokka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Literally. Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. No, you don't even know. Oh, wait, wait, you, you're right. Wait, are we talking about... Are we talking about... Very... I was going to say, Kuvera or Varric? No, no, no. Oh, no, Varric is... You see... Uh, I guess it's... Is it spoilers to say that you see him really take off this season? We saw his really high-tech, like, samurai suits and those metal suits, like, really advanced-looking. We saw them both. Don't forget the magnet suits. Is it, yeah, the magnet also, suits. Also, is, it, is it a spoiler to address, how, how, uh, like, how Julie actually gets her own story arc? Well, we'll talk about the issues. Nah, that that, that was spoilery. <laughs> um, but Varric, like, because in season two especially, like, he was just a business guy who had all yeah, this. Yeah. He, but he seemed like a, a such a weird, weird guy. To, but he, he was looks, a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a weird guy. Um, you get to really see like his inventiveness, but you, it's, it starts coming in the forefront coming forward. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually he's actually like being utilized by an antagonist, I will say. But that <laughs> like she's actually utilizing him throughout the entire series purposefully to help advance their technology for the purpose that he was an inventive one in the first place. It's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely love it. I love Kuvira so much. She's so great. She's a good villain. She, she really is. And I you do. won't predict what's going to happen, Ben? You won't take a guess? Uh, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Fine. I know I'm gonna be completely wrong, but um, this is gonna be the biggest uh, Avatar villain yet. She's gonna find a way to harness spirit energy from the spirit vine to power uh, power the, uh, the technology, but it's also it's also gonna turn into you know um, she's uh, Kuvira's gonna be a despot about everything and it's gonna try to take over not just the Earth Kingdom uh, sorry Earth Empire anymore but the entire world. Korra is going to get her butt kicked even more by Toph because <laughs> it's Toph. But she's gonna find a way to actually get back into the Avatar state. They're gonna have this big old fashioned showdown, anime showdown. <laughs> no one's gonna turn into a boat, <laughs> and and um. It's all gonna end in a bittersweet way because I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a happy ending because oh, if oh season gosh. three, if season three taught me anything, is that <laughs> happiness is only halfway through the season. The other half of the season is gonna be my gosh, Ben. It is amazing how right you are that you're gonna be wrong. So it's like nothing happens. Like yeah, that. You're yeah, good. So you're, wrong. It's, you're, it's gonna you're gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous. Dude, this is why I didn't do it because I knew it was gonna be incorrect. That's the joy of this cage. Everyone, yeah, ridiculous cage. Everyone loves like predicting while we're watching the show. But yeah, this is a wow, long episode for for, for a season. Premiere. I mean, it was about two hours for the finale. Yeah, so. two weeks ago when we recorded that was almost two hours. But yeah, but like yeah. man, this was a great thing. I'm glad I had two great guests, two lovely guests, as we say on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Again, it was it was aces that you both gave. Yeah, out. this episode would have been. Half as long. I'm pretty sure if you guys ever hear to like, offer your hey, opinions on stuff. I like I said two weeks ago. I am podcast Viagra. So oh god. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm happy to see more Kavira in this season, and I'm looking forward to it. And speaking of keeping things up, Chris, do you have any plugs, or is it same as last time? You you don't do same as last time. Nothing changed the last two weeks for you. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, man, he, two weeks go by. You think that uh, maybe I'd be motivated to like get on social media and like talk to random people on the internet about anything and everything? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just that weird hermit, that that, that weird neat that doesn't actually do social media. <laughs> you're that weird. Hey, hey, you're educated and trained. So you're that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, employed. Yeah. So you're that weird, that weird bearded guy who doesn't use any social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of weird people and social media, what about you, Ed? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Ed Bobinchek. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to kind of tease things because they're still in the works, maybe more so now. Um, coming potentially soon ish to, yeah, uh, to the Matthew Podcast uh, family. Empire. Matthew Lewis Empire. Podcast. Empire. <laughs> sorry. The Matthew Lewis Podcast Empire uh, yeah. is going to be a new uh, podcast with Matt and myself called Movie Garbage. Yeah. We watch bad films and. Make you hopefully you watch them too. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll encourage yeah. you to watch a bad film and suffer through them. <laughs> They're always fun to do. It's always yeah. fun now, to now when you say movie. bad movies, are we talking the room bad or are we talking Birdemic bad? Because well, the both, room, both are the same level. Oh, <laughs> well, no, no. It's you just room said bad. green or slightly different green. No, no, no. What I, no, what I said was the, the the version of bad that's so boring it's gonna make me fall asleep. The room. Or Birdemic, oh, where it was hilariously bad. I thought the room was hilarious as well. So. Yeah, they're both and, hilarious. Hey, and like Top said to Korra, that's your problem. You thought, run it again. Uh, but, do some dark bed. It's yeah. going to be great. We're going to have a ton of great movies. <laughs> no, yes. But in all seriousness, not only is it good that you're going to have another new show, but this does sound like an interesting concept, in all seriousness. It's never been done before. I've never, never heard, heard, I've heard anyone. Podcast? Yeah, this yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> He's going to be crazy. Revolutionary. Yeah, we're flipping the script over here. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it, it actually is a Twitter already up. I forget if there's an underscore or not, but at Movie Garbage on Twitter, Twitter on does exist. Um, at the moment, it just houses. Uh, years ago, I would live tweet while watching some bad films, yeah, like yeah. Uh, some random uh, D-movie uh, 70s horror film, mm-hmm. or... Uh, what else did I watch on that? Uh, Under the Cherry Moon. Which I haven't heard of that. It actually is a, it's a Prince film that oh, tied God. Howard the Duck for the ra- worst ra- for the Razzie Award. <laughs> oh, oh, for worst picture of the year. Wait, oh. Razzie Award? The Razzie Awards. Never heard of that. They're, the reverse, of the of the, they're, they're the reverse of the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it, it, so instead of but it's, good movies, it's bad movies. Yeah, right, it's, it's not yeah. official. I mean, it's official, but not right, official. Right, right, right. Um, it, it, it's the unofficial official. Yes. Our president actually won a Razzie last year. For he a worst actor, won. he actually won worst, something. Yeah, he had the worst worst actor award, and he won the worst on screen chemistry. <laughs> oh God! Um, oh, wait, of, political podcast. Say, he, Stand up for your plugs. other other podcast, the yeah. political one. Speaking of plugs and stuff, but yes. Uh, um, so at movie garbage, um, hopefully, uh, it'll be. It might be up by this time. It may not. It's uh, things are still in the works. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we'll figure out that release schedule. So if you have any bad movie suggestions, send them to at movie garbage, and uh, then we can get some ideas of what to watch. Also, leave them in the comments. Yeah, oh yes, yeah, yeah. the comments of this video. Yes, do that. Um, but speaking of things that are in the works and may or may not be out at this time, but at the time of this recording, I am working on another secret project. I know I'm probably building up to some very lame climax, but um, hopefully with the help of Matt, he's mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna have guests or not on it. Yeah. yeah. But. He is going to help me out. He is very more knowledgeable in doing this recording stuff. So he's just going to help me get the, get this off the ground a little bit. Um, but we know you have a lot of plugs, Matt. Eh, some. Uh, I got Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on YouTube and Patreon. And, uh, of course, the Forgotten Minotaur King. I have no idea what's happening in it right now, even though I'm writing the thing. So uh, I look forward to those and keep leaving comments. Uh, I guess. Join the Patreon, dang it. Yes. <laughs> anyway. uh, so, yeah. Um, well, you missed your chance to be the Patreon Supreme for the Matthew Lewis podcast. So yeah, you can yeah. be the... Uh, the king of I'll be the, be the junior. You'll be the cream squeezely. <laughs> now the <laughs> little king. <laughs> little king is next. Uh, yeah, so, so once again, um, this is a wrap-up of another fine episode from us at Action Tomb Bros and our lovely two guests. We have to say to you... Keep, keep it, it sleazy! <laughs> Dang it! I thought you were going to say keep it cream squeezy. <laughs> I wish I had, no. <laughs>